I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Well, there's just a plethora of sports going on around the country. There is all sorts of action on the field, off the field, and the usual grab ass. All of that for the next three hours here on Fox Sports Radio. That guy right over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are, having a drink, having a cocktail, uh, looking for the latest excuse to not go into work on a Monday. Day with a busy weekend in sports and all of the consumption that went along with it. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason that you were here, Brady Quinn. There's uh, there's no truth to that, but but I appreciate the warm welcome. Thank you so much, Jonas. Um, my my first question is, how are you doing today? Uh, how how has your weekend out. been? Hanging out, it's hot. Uh, it's really hot right now. Is so it? yeah, it's uh, I'm sweating currently. Mm. Uh, just a couple mm. of moments into the show, already sweating. Um, I, uh, I I can relate to that. And by the way, it's only going to get hotter. You don't know why? Why is that? Because I am hot. I am oh, red I know hot. You are. I am I am ticked <laughs> off. <laughs> I told you earlier today, I woke up and I read quite possibly the most asinine article I have read in quite some time. Yay. <laughs> and if this, if this gets any run or gets any movement, and I obviously know one particular <laughs> network that, that went ahead and wanted to run with it, um, but, but if this gets any run whatsoever, I, I just, I'm going to be beside myself. Like I just I don't want to get into it right now. It's too early for it. I'm going to try to stay calm, but I am red hot about one particular thing that's happening and it has to do with college sports. Yeah, listen, um, I, I, we'll, we'll let you, uh, we'll warm you up a little bit before we get into that here. And it'll, do you, I mean, we should, I mean, since you're feeling this strong about it, do you think we should hit, you know, this segment, do you think? Do you think this is something you got to get off your chest now? We'll, we'll kind of, you know, <sighs> play some grab ass and fart around a little bit here. I mean, look, let's start you, off with a positive know note. Why, do you want know, to you know why I don't? Because I don't think it's a that legitimate, and I don't think it's it's a story worth even leading off with. I don't want to give it that sort okay. of respect. So that's all why right, I don't want right, to lead so, off with it. I don't want it right. to try to dominate this show. 
All right. Well, you will hear an enraged Brady Quinn in about 15 minutes from now. All right. 15 minutes from now, the most pissed off Brady Quinn has ever been. Uh, so we will go ahead. We'll let him kind of, you know, cool his jets, gather his thoughts. That way he doesn't curse on the air and we, we the whole show doesn't get ruined. Uh, by the way, I think I've come up with a new moniker for the show. Uh, what do you think about Notre Dame's finest and a nobody? What about that, huh? <laughs> I'll say this much. Can, can we just change our That's intro? I, I've been asking for that for years, and, and unfortunately, uh, they said it wasn't within the budget. So I'm not sure what sorry, we have pal. to do. Do you think we can get Bobo to change it for us? Maybe he can, you know, uh, now, something on the side, you know. Lee, Lee Delap's a guy that makes all those changes, and unless uh, you know one of our imaging guys is working at a liquor store, there's no chance. Yeah, Lee, I'll get you a case of beer. So. All right, you name it, I'll get you yeah. a case of beer if we can change it. <laughs> That's got to be Absolutely. enough, right? Absolutely, and and maybe the uh, the phone number to Travis Kelsey's ex because uh, Lee Delap he is on something. Uh, he is really all over that story and that developing situation there uh, between those two. Caleb, uh, let me ask you happen? this. When did that happen? Uh, just to get, uh, listen, that's breaking news all over the sports weekend. Uh, uh, Travis Kelsey and his and his lady apparently are no more. And Lee DeLapp's been a big fan of hers for quite some time. Yeah. Is that just another sad. TV romance that went went astray? Is that, is that what that is? I have no idea. Listen, you know, when you're married, you're just trying to land the plane in your own Well, yeah, when you get married in a really, normal yeah. manner. I think when you meet on TV, <laughs> it, it usually doesn't work out. I mean, the divorce rate in this country yeah. is like 50%. If you get married on TV, it's probably like 95%. You're going to probably get divorced Man. at some point. Jay Cutler, Kristen Cavallari. I thought they were a hit. I, I thought they were going to make it. I thought it. they were perfect bummer, for each man. other. I, I was yeah, honestly upset about too. that. Can you believe we're leading off with this I, instead of what I wanted to talk okay. about? But. Okay, well, let's let's get into this then. Uh, players are opting out uh, in the NFL. They have made this decision to opt out. Now the league is looking into changing the opt out window. Uh, apparently, they're gonna they want to shrink it. Correct? That's that's the NFL's plan. Well, they yeah, because the, opt-out window. the the original word was they wanted to be seven days after they um, decided upon the revised collective bargaining agreement or CBA. The issue with that is right now they've agreed upon everything in principle. The problem is the language within some of the opt-outs, and that's what's taking so long is the NFL and the NFLPA attorneys are going back and forth trying to get um, you know, how they're going to articulate some of these weird little nuanced circumstances. And I'll, and I'll try to touch on some just so some people kind of understand some of, the, some of the issues that some of these players are facing and maybe even some of the reasons why some of these players are opting out. It's not all about COVID, folks. Hate to break that to you. It's a business decision right now. Yeah, and that's sort of where I didn't look at this the right way, and I'll call myself out for it because I didn't look at this the right way. When I saw the list of players that opted out, and it's, you know, some of these are, are good players, and, and it's not just the eight guys that opted out from the New England Patriots and the conspiracy theories as to why you think that is. I assumed, and I'm almost positive one of our over-unders from a week ago was number of players that were going to opt out, and I think it was a low number, and both you and I took the under. Because I just thought, and and this was me not even thinking about the financial ramifications or what the clauses on certain contracts or how this whole thing was done, but I looked at it like this. Man, of any sport and any player and any athlete that's willing to go in and play during a pandemic, football is one of them because those guys lay it on the line every single week. That game is about taking risks, and I view them, and I've always said this, the same as combat uh, fighters, the same as boxers, MMA, combat athletes, all of those guys – 
football players, they have a different mentality when they when they approach this because it's literally putting your body and your physical well-being on the line. So I just thought, man, what do they care about COVID? These are young, healthy individuals. And then I see the number of players that are opting out. And now the financial ramifications of it start to make more of an impact, as you alluded to. Well, look, 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 we got to start with this. Some players obviously have a previous history of, of battling, whether it's cancer or some of their illnesses, so they could have a compromised immune system. If that's the case, and even guys with asthma, um, you know, they, they've elected to opt out. You know, Michael Pierce, for example, who of all the names, you know, he's not one that I don't think is a household name for a lot of people. He plays D tackle. He just signed a three year deal with the Minnesota Vikings. He's decided to opt out. He's got asthma. And he just said it's not worth the risk for someone like me who obviously is going to be more apt to have worse symptoms, potentially even a hospitalization. And so it makes sense. And by the way, when you are more at risk based on your previous health you know, history, you get 350000 opt out. Now that comes out of your future salary, and, and he's going to make plenty more than that. But you do get rewarded with more immediately when you are at risk. Now what you're not factoring in right now is all the wives. The wives are going to have, or girlfriends, they're going to have a huge say to a lot of these players, especially if they have children too. And their children might be at risk, or the wife or the girlfriend might be at risk. So, you know, or even a family member. You know, I mean, we've, we've heard different players talk about that. There's a college football player that opted out that's, that's going to go play in the NFL when he gets drafted next year. And he's already lost one parent. He said, I don't want to potentially lose another due to COVID, and I want to be able to see them. So, you know, there's, there's different reasons for it from a personal standpoint and health yeah, standpoint. Yeah, for sure. Here's why, though, it's a business decision now, because they've already reported to training camp. You know, they had to go to training camp, take your, take your COVID test. There's two rounds of it. You quarantine during that period in time. This is back on the 28th. We're talking five days ago. Like, if it was about health, whether it was about you or any of your loved ones or those around you, you would have went in, took it, said, look, I'm either at risk or I've got someone else who is. I'm opting out. If you're waiting and now you're still trying to decide, it's become a business decision because you're waiting longer and longer to see what the language is going to be within the revised CBA and what's, what's it going to say in there about my potential future earnings or what's, what's it going to say in regards to opt-outs. So here, I'll explain very quickly you know, basically what's at stake. So here's how it works. If you opt out, you get a minimum of $150,000 now and then anything else that you made this year and kept. So there's signing bonuses for a new contract, roster bonuses, workout bonuses, potentially, if that was even worked in there based on the Zoom meetings and so forth. You know, all those things are potentially there for you, okay? But your base salary is not. Now, even if it's guaranteed, which I'll get into, that's still not necessarily guaranteed. There's a caveat to that, okay? So if you opt out, you either get 150000 and anything else you've made or three hundred fifty if you're at risk. So let's say you decide to play this year, okay? And once you get past that deadline, you, there's no going back, okay? So once you make that decision, you're in. And you got to stay and you got to play and you got to actually you know, put it all on the line. Here's the issue. If they stop the season or postpone the season, you only get a prorated amount, meaning however many games you play. If you played four games, you get 25% of what you're going to make, right? To play 16, four of 16 is 25%. That's it. The other, the other 12 games you're going to get paid for, goes bye-bye. It just it goes away. You are not entitled to that money. So that's why these guys who opt out, who have one year left on their deal or signed a one-year deal, not only are they A, subject to get cut, especially with no preseason, no offseason, they're looking at it and saying, 
I don't even know if I'm in the best shape to make this team right now. Why not toll my contract to next year? And then I'll, I'll wait then to figure it out. So then there's that caveat I talked about about guaranteed monies or, or in like a base salary. So let's say, for example, Jonas, you know, you were, you were playing. You're making $16 million in base salary. Cool. Yeah, I was going to say, you wouldn't be doing this show, that's for sure. <laughs> but but, but let's, let's say that's the case. And we play four games. They shut down the season. So you make your $4 million in base salary and whatever else you've made. But you get that other $12 million that you, you're, you negotiate in a contract. It's guaranteed. You're like, all right, that's guaranteed to me now, too. Uh-uh. That gets pushed off. That $12 million goes into the ether and gets pushed off to a later year in your contract where you don't have those guaranteed monies. So let's say you've got $12 million in a base salary two years from now. That wasn't guaranteed. Well, it turns into being guaranteed now. But the, the problem is, is you obviously had a salary at some point, and who knows whether or not you would have made it or not, but you literally lost that $12 million yeah. that you would have made this year that you thought was guaranteed. So that's the risk that some of the bigger money contracts are taking. And for a lot of the guys with one-year contracts, this is where it comes into play. If you go play, and let's say you have guarantees within, right? Or, or you're on the opening day roster, and then you know their salary is guaranteed for the rest of the year. Well, if you're on a one-year deal, Jonas, if, if you don't have a contract signed for next year and the season gets stopped after four games, that money doesn't move to another year. You have to be able to sign another contract in order to be able to tap into that. Do you understand? Yeah. So a lot of the guys you see right now that are opting out, they've got one-year deals. And the reason is is it's too big of a risk in case the season gets shut down that they're not going to be able to make any of that money. Um, do you blame them? That are the guys that are looking at this financially, the guys on those one-year deals, do you blame them for doing it? Because the way that you not break it down, all. I agree. Not at all. Agree. And, and here's, I don't blame them for it, and I also think – I wish more were upfront about it and said, "Look, like like people are like, well, why didn't you know more? Not, not, not a ton of baseball players did it. You don't know why because they weren't incentivized to. Yeah, you know, that, like other leagues did incentivize the players not to do it. The NFL has kind of done that, and that's why I think you had 38 and maybe a couple more did today. But but that's why you're going to see more guys do it if you're going to incentivize them to do it." Uh, this is one of those situations where everybody's got to do what's best for them. And that, that it's not just from a, a physical or a health standpoint, but from a finance standpoint. And if these guys look at this like, hey, man, it's more beneficial to me to sit out, toll the contract over a year and come back in better shape, better prepared, whatever, for a better opportunity next season, then that's what they got to do. I, I don't I don't hold it against those guys. I, I that's it makes all the sense in the world. And I also there are legitimate health risks that you talk about. Like, you know, the obesity is apparently one of the main factors that's really, as far as COVID, what it attacks. If you're, if you're obese and that's an underlying health issue, that's going to be one of those things um, that, that it attacks. I think, uh, is it uh, Goodwin from the uh, uh, 49ers um, uh, used, used to play for the 49ers. Him and his wife had three, it plays for the Eagles now. Him and his wife had three miscarriages. Right. They just were able to successfully have a child. He doesn't like he's not taking any chances. I get no. it. I I, no. to I totally get it. And if you watched any of their documentary, it's terrible. It's heartbreaking just what that does to you psychologically. So this is one of those things. It's a strange time in a strange year. Guys have got money worries and other guys have health worries. And I have no issue with either one of them. I just don't. no. I, I don't have any issue with either one. And they're probably not going to be upfront about the ones that are more financial in, in nature. But here's the here's the scuttlebutt now between the NFL and the NFLPA and players have spoken out about it. The NFL wants to say, all right, we don't want to keep that window as long because it puts the teams in a bad spot. If there ends up being a mass exodus again, like we saw from the Patriots, and it happens in the next few days, 
it's harder and harder for that team to be able to get guys to sign up on their roster, especially as they're trying to cut down to 80 players to go into camp. So um, that's why you're seeing the NFL kind of push back and be like, look, you know, if you guys should have made your decision by now, because the old deadline would have been about today as it is. So, you know, bottom line is no one's blaming them for the decision that they make. But let's be open and honest about the decision that we are making. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. We're going to take you all the way up until 8 p.m. Pacific time, 11 p.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Did you see that, Brady? I gave the uh, uh, Pacific time first and yeah, Eastern is, time last. Which is, you know backwards but I mean, it's okay we, we won't get into that but, and but you always leave out mountain time so you're a jerk and yeah. everyone there in the mountain time zone knows it <laughs> okay but but here's the thing that also means we're going to take you all the way up until 5 p.m hawaii time oh. for, our, for our friends listening oh. on fox sports 990 grab a kona damn yeah. straight yeah and grab it but don't send a video to your buddy getting ready to grab it only to grab something else like blue moon or shock top I thought you were going to go an entirely different direction. You're right there. a D bag. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, you're lucky I didn't grab my bag. So. <laughs> Brady Quinn. That's an headline to lie. Uh, all right. Coming up next Brady Quinn's pissed off. He's hot. He's steaming. He's angry. Find out why next year on FSR. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That guy right over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up here in, uh, we'll call it uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, um, the presentation, the pageantry being given to you around the world of sports, we will give you the honest truth from this side of the glass here on Fox Sports Radio. That coming up in about 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, So, uh, Brady Quinn, um, get ready for this to be a sound drop. Are you lubed up yet? (laughs) I've been waiting for this opportunity all day long. I really have. You know, I'm not on social media. Uh, I think if I was on social media, I probably would have tweeted out something. And um, and who knows? Maybe maybe I wouldn't have. Maybe I would have been more reserved and waited till tonight. But 
Let's get into it. I don't want to waste any time. Okay, yeah, yeah. You love, by the way, nobody loves, uh, you know, bragging that they're not on social media than Brady Quinn. No, I mean, nobody does it more than you. Trust me. You're wasting time. You're wasting the five minutes Uh, I requested for this. Here's the situation the Players Tribune uh, published on Sunday a list of demands from Pac 12 uh, athletes, uh, from Pac 12 football players. the demands are ranging everything from safe play during the uh, coronavirus, uh, uh, fighting racial injustice. Uh, they want long-term health insurance. Uh, they want to protect all sports, not just football. Um, they want 50% revenue split. A lot of this stuff came out. This was right. all in the Players' Tribune. Yeah, you're taking so, too long. So just Brady let, Quinn, let me go. Just well, let me go. Bra- Brady Quinn, can I, can I at least like unwind no, it? No, can I unwind talking. it first? No, all right. stop talking and let me go. Okay. <laughs> here, is, here is what bothers me the most about this entire thing is when you start reading through what the hashtag We Are United, the players of the Pac-12, and this article that they wrote within the Players' Tribune is, they're going about all these different things. At first, it sounds like they're making this about COVID. And then next thing you know, they're, they're talking about to end racial injustice in college sports and society. So my first thing I'd say to you is, look, we're going to have a vaccination for COVID at some point. And what you're talking about trying to do is a lasting change within the college football realm for student athletes. So is it about COVID or is it about racial injustice? Because racial injustice should be something that we're always trying to work on and improve upon. And you don't need the university, by the way, e- even though I think you'd love to have your university support that and take you know, progressive measures. You can do that as an individual. Okay. So the first thing is, I think when you start talking about the different things that you're trying to accomplish when you do something like this, you have to make sure you're very articulate about what it's about. Because I actually think it's demeaning and takes away from whether it's the Black Lives Matter movement or any other racial injustice movement. It takes away from the message and really trying to get progress if you're throwing the veil of COVID-19 over top of it. Okay, so I'll just start by saying that because it feels disingenuous to me when you're like, yeah, it's about COVID. But actually, we want all these other things, too. Okay, so I'll start there by just the way it was presented. The next thing I'll go through is. There's a couple of different line items that they talk about that, that they're looking that they're looking for, that they're saying has not been presented to them. For example, you know, they, they want to allow the option not to play during the pandemic without losing, you know, athletic eligibility or a spot on the team's roster. Well, first off, if if you don't play, of course you might lose your spot. Okay. Nothing is guaranteed to you. Okay. That, that's how life works. So of course you may lose your spot. And to the best of my knowledge, there hasn't been one university. That has said that if a player opts out, we're going to yank their scholarship. I have no idea why they're saying that, where they got that from. It'd be a bad look anyway. But the fact that they're like perpetuating out there that this is actually happening in college sports, it's not. It's a lie. The next thing they talk about is the, the waivers that some teams have asked players to sign. Look, I've gone to places to eat where they've asked you to sign a waiver. It's about liability. And if you have that big of an issue with it, stay at home. Opt out. Don't play. If, you, if you're really that concerned that you might come back and by signing the waiver that you won't have a legal right to come back and sue the university or sue them for any wrongdoing, then don't sign the waiver. You have every right not to. They're still going to maintain your scholarship through that. So, again, like the first list of things they're literally asking for are already out there for them. 
And so that's why you start digging through what are they actually asking for. I mean, player-approved health and safety standards enforced by a third-party selected players to address. They've already UCLA already talked about doing this. They've they've already had that conversation. There's a plenty of other universities too are consulting with other agencies, other companies to ensure that they do have the cleanest and the best protocols in place for their students and student athletes. Like, here's the difference with college sports. These, you know, like, like the cost of players in the NFL. It takes away from the revenue owners can make, right? And so if you look at the, the model of universities, if these players opt out or if they don't play, they don't make anything, right? If the games aren't on TV, they don't make anything, and it hurts them even more so because they do make a good profit margin because the players aren't getting paid as of right now. And so you, like the university is working in unison with the player. You don't think that they want to keep Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, or whatever Keaton Slovis for USC, whatever star player you have, you don't think it's in their best interest to keep that guy healthy and make sure he doesn't get COVID, or if he does, he's treated the proper way? Like, that's how they make their money. They make it off of free labor. So if that's the case, then it's like, why would you, why would you be skeptical of the protocols they're putting in place at this point? I mean, because they're working hand-in-hand hand with you to make this money. Then you start looking at some of the other things. Like, they want Larry Scott to make less, for example. He's the Pac-12 commissioner. He gets paid more than any other Pac-12 commissioner, and whether or not you feel like he's done a good job, that's how the free market works, okay? Because the Pac-12 eventually will make a decision if they don't feel like he's worth it, and if they do, they pay him that. Or head coaches, for example. And they talk about you know how much head coaches get paid. Here's the deal. Do you not want to pay the Dabo Sweeney's, the Nick Sabans that much? Because if you don't, they're going to go to the NFL. They're going to find some other place to go where they're going to get paid that. So do you not want the best coach or, or, or do you want the best coach? Because that's what it opens up to. And by the way, whatever you're paying Dabo Sweeney or Nick Saban, which there's not many, you know, there's 128 FBS schools. Not many of them are making that amount of money, by the way. So let's say you limit how much they make. Well, you're not necessarily going to be able to, to, to pay every single player on the team for that. You have 85 scholarships. Okay. Do the math on that. That gets spread pretty thin. The last thing I'll bring up is what they're talking about when they start talking about paying players you're talking about being an employee. That is a long road you have to go down now if you want to start receiving payment for what you're doing out there on the field, right? And this is how that works. It's very similar to the NFL, right? You have to have a union. You have to have someone run the union. You're going to have to have a legal team. You're going to have to have lobbyists in D.C. helping to lobby for whatever measures you're trying to improve upon. You have to have post-career player benefits like the NFL. Oh, by the way, they ask about that. They talk about having six years after you're done playing to have healthcare benefits. You don't even get that in the NFL. You have to play five accredited seasons, which is two more seasons than the average career life in the NFL. You have to play five accredited seasons, and then you get five seasons after you're done playing of healthcare benefits. No professional sports league gets, gets what they're asking for, and yet they want to potentially provide it to every single guy in the field, even some who don't even play. I mean, let's start diving through the particulars of all this, and, and really, it's an absolute absurdity that they're devaluing the education like they're devaluing the education they want because a they don't understand how much it would cost and how much they would have to do in order to unionize in order to pay players in order to do the structure they're talking about and you know what who would be impacted the most because they talk about you know a lot of the minorities or a lot of the black student athletes they would be the ones that would be impacted the most you want to know why because you have a thing called title nine it's law for every male scholarship, you have to have a female scholarship at schools. And you're seeing schools cut sports because they don't have the revenue right now to support them. And so if you start paying college football players and basketball because they're really the only revenue generators, guess what? 
you got to cut all the other sports. You know, they could talk about the endowment funds. Those endowment funds, a lot of times, are made in donations, not not for the the not for student athletes, not for a, an athletic fund. They're for other reasons. And so you can't just take the money from a donor or what they've raised or what they've made or accrued and say, well, we're going to apply it to student athletes now. It doesn't work like that. And so you sit there and listen to what they're asking for and you go, yeah, it would actually be most detrimental to minority student athletes because outside of football and basketball, which the majority are, you know, African-American, the other student sports you're talking about are going to be gone. They'll be eradicated. Those, those educations, the scholarship money, it's gone. So if you want to be selfish and you want to try to take, take advantage of that because you feel like, oh, you're, you know, you're missing out on this, the 1% or 2% of players that are, I mean, like, then, then, then try to push for that narrative. But outside of name, image, and likeliness, which I'm all for, that's different. I'm not, you're not talking about making these players employees and paying them a wage. Name, image, and likeliness is them being able to profit off of that. And again, you're only going to see the top 1%, maybe 2% of players be able to do that. I'm all for that. That's not what this is about. And that's what bothers me the most is they're devaluing the education. They're not looking at how it's going to impact every other student athlete out there. The other 98% of student athletes that aren't going to actually have the opportunity after they're done to play pro, they're devaluing the education that they're getting. And you know what else they're doing? It's a slap in the face to every single person out there who's got student loan debt, who paid for their education, who struggled for their education, and then afterwards has to go to work and pay it off and doesn't have the ability to play professional sports. If I, was, if I was a fan, I would look at the Pac-12 and be like, you know what? Why don't you become relevant first? Why don't you actually have a chance of playing in the college football playoff for a national championship? We really haven't seen one of their teams contend since, what, Washington? And besides the first drive down the field, they threw a touchdown. They got mollywopped all over the field. So why don't you worry about that first? And then we can figure out how to have more of a powerful voice moving forward and a more unified voice at that matter. So I'm sorry. I know I've gone on way too long. But this just fires me up, man, because it, it, they take for granted what they're being given. And they're being given now more than ever. Bigger stipends, unlimited meals, discretionary funds to have their family and fly in for games and so forth. It's unbelievable. And they're talking about downsizing facilities. We, so we don't have less, less, less you know, nice facilities and places where you're spending all your time? It's, it's the most asinine article I've read in a long time. I mean, ladies and gentlemen... Ladies and gentlemen. Hey. I've never heard him that fired up before. It, it, it makes me so mad because I feel like we've gone into a day and age where instead of looking at it and saying, being thankful for what we're being provided, and understanding that these schools provide you a platform and they provide you an education, something you can apply further. And I know a lot of other people might not feel that way, though we're student athletes, but let me, I'll, I'll tell you this much. They probably don't have their degree. They're probably not using their degree. And that's the biggest pitfall. And when you look at the stats and you look at everyone out there who, who goes and gets their degree and has this opportunity, they're able to be more successful later on down the road. And so it upsets me that they don't understand how good they have it right now. And instead, they push for something like this. And, and honestly, if I, was, if I was one of their coaches and they came to me, I'd be like, look, if you're worried about COVID, opt out. Your scholarship's there for you. We'll try to take care of you during that time and all that. But th that's all they can really guarantee them. You know, there's nothing else that you can really provide for them outside of, you know, just saying if, that, if that's why you don't want to come. OK, 
but we're doing a lot for you right now and for your growth and development as a human being. And you're not valuing that, bottom line. I, I mean, look, I knew that you were fired up about this because you reached out. <laughs> you reached out earlier in the day and said, hey, I need time. I need time to cut loose. And no, it, it makes a lot of sense. You know what's the, the best part about all that? They're talking about downsizing facilities. Um, so how's that going to play against social distancing? <laughs> well, forget about, forget about COVID. Because COVID, you know, once we have a vaccine, right, you're not right, worrying about right. that. How are you going to get the top talent? Right? Oh, you, don't have, you don't have the top you know, paid coaches, which are the best coaches. How are you going to continue to be good then? Like, it, it's so narrow-minded. It's, this is, I honestly want to see how many players. Because I've heard it's only Cal, Stanford, uh, Oregon, and I believe uh, UCLA, I think, is the only schools that I've heard from the Pac-12 that might be players that are part of this. To me, it, it is so short-sighted. It is so poorly put together. There, there are measures that they're asking for that are already there. But they're trying, to, they're trying to cry to a lot of people out there who I hope they say, you know what? Yeah, maybe we maybe we just won't watch that school or watch that root for that player because it is they're they're just taking everything for granted right now. Brady Quinn, Brady Quinn, Brady Quinn. I cannot stress it enough. That was Brady Quinn, his finest moment here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox also here on uh, FSR. Uh, we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. By the way, did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit Geico.com to learn more. Do you feel better? I mean, do, do you feel like you got it off your chest? Are you? I, I do, but the problem is, is this conversation always keeps moving forward and on and on and on. And it's like, you know, there, there's, there's not much you can change about how some, this younger generation thinks and how they look at stuff. You know, oh. a lot of them never had jobs growing up. You know, and by the way, just for people out there who, who think that, oh, you came from a certain background and so forth. I, I, I had to use Pell Grants when I got to school. Okay. And obviously you're at a certain socioeconomic status when you can apply for a Pell Grant, right? I had a job when I was at school. I had ended up having a double major. I got a degree in finance. My second major was poli sci in three and a half years. So at the end of the day, like, don't try to come at me and act like like I don't understand the experience or the difficulties of any of that. I can tell you stories for days and never accepted anything, worked my tail off, and didn't take one thing for granted. And, and I'm proud of that, and I wish more kids took on that approach instead of this lazy approach they're talking about. Good stuff there, Brady Quinn. I've got even uh, more good stuff for you here. Are you ready for it? It's Steve DeSager for the latest mm. in the world of sports. For those who are unaware or haven't seen the Players' Tribune with this We Are United article, they are, in case you were with us, and sorry if you weren't with us at the beginning of this segment, that a group of Pac-12 football players, and this was my question, also, guys, exactly how many people are we talking about? Not even yeah. how many schools are representative. It's being referred to as Pac-12 football players. How many exactly? What percentage of Pac-12 football players? Anyway, they're threatening to sit out camp and more until they have negotiations about many things, including health, social justice. They want safe play, long-term health insurance. And then this tonight from one of the reporters in Spokane that he got off the phone with the father of Washington statewide receiver Cassidy Woods, who says Cassidy was told to clean out his locker because of this tomorrow, that Woods technically is still on scholarship but was released from the team yesterday, according to the father. And the writer is told multiple other Washington State players who shared the We Are United graphics have been released from the team as well. The new head coach at Washington State 
is Nick Rolovich from the University of Hawaii. Good for him. You yeah. know what? Because there will be another kid waiting for that opportunity to take advantage of it. So it, it, send those kids packing. It's the part in a Tombstone where the where they say we're going to be leaving town, and he just goes, "Well." Bye. <laughs> like, that's exactly what Nick Rolovich just said. Well, bye. And he's going to bring somebody else in for the job. See ya. <laughs> Pac-12 camps are due to start on the 17th. Although, you remember this week, it was a couple days ago, the Pac-12's conference-only football schedule came out. They said we're starting in late September. Opening day is USC against UCLA, September 26th. And before the night was over, USC's athletic director had written his donors and said, you know, here in this state, we can't even have actual football practice with blocking and tackling yet. So they can say that camp starting on the 17th is practice starting on the 17th. We might be moving the USC-UCLA game. A report in Columbus had said Ohio State and Michigan will probably be moved up to September or October this season, allowing more room in case it's postponed to later. The Big Ten is also playing a conference-only schedule this year, yet to be announced. SEC player representatives met with that conference commissioner yesterday. The SEC's conference-only schedule is due to start September 26th. The Big 12 will reportedly consider four or five football schedule models on Monday. Its virtual media day was supposed to be held on Monday. Ex of Washington State quarterback Gardner Minshew of the Jaguars was placed on the reserve COVID-19 list along with four others from Jacksonville. Dolphins guard Eric Flowers is on the list now. Being on the list means the player either tested positive or had close contact with someone who did test positive for the coronavirus. The Steelers placed running back Jalen Samuels and wide receiver James Washington on the COVID list and waived quarterback JT Barrett. Lions wide receiver Geronimo Allison, ex of Green Bay opted out of this season. The league wants the opt-out deadline for players to be moved up to sometime this week. The new deal with the union isn't completed yet. Mets DH Ioannis Cespedes opted out of playing this season without telling the team today. Eventually they got the news. He's batting 161, 5 for 31, 15 strikeouts, and the Mets lost again today, 4-0 to Atlanta. Our producer Lee says Adam Schefter reports that Doug Peterson test positive. Eagles head coach. So this is just going on we're not even really getting camps open. I mean, it's the long ramp up to all of this. And remember, no preseason games for the NFL this year either. Aaron Judge has hit a three-run homer. He's homered in five straight games. And the Yankees are tied 5-5 with the Red Sox, bottom of the fourth. The only other game going on, it's bottom of the 11th, Houston 6-5 over the Angels. But every team has a chance at extra innings this year in baseball because every extra inning starts with a runner at second base. Uh, A Cubs one again, back to Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. Thank you, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. The reviews are piling in on social media, Brady. Uh, You crushed it. Rave reviews. Uh, They're giving you one guy uh, wrote in and said, that's the rant of the year. You just got the rant of the year in the world of sports uh, based on on what you just had to say about the Pac-12. It's not saying much for 2020. So I mean, we've <laughs> I mean, got a low on. bar. Like as long as we just we all you know whoever we all survive and just get to 2021 at this point. Holy I mean, hell, man! I just li- I, I think there's so many people now. And, and look, during this whole COVID thing, during the pandemic, I, I really have tried to take on a positive, optimistic look at stuff and just look at what I'm thankful for instead of looking at how our lives have changed. What am I thankful for? And and I've told yeah. you this too. Like sports are back. Yeah. Let's celebrate that. I know okay. baseball's got their issues. 
But outside of that, I mean, look, the rest of Major League Baseball is still playing besides a number of teams. And we're going to try to play football. And so let's celebrate that instead of continually trying to perpetuate the fear mongering and, and the, the doomsday scenarios with it all. Like it's, it's almost as if people, again, who write about sports and talk about sports don't want to actually see football and other sports take place. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Uh, we've been uh, we've been banging that drum for about four months here, uh, and it started with the uh, the outcry for the recklessness of the league to how dare they start their league year on time? Yeah, because announcing a free agent signing is uh, means you're going to contract the coronavirus. What are you talking about? Uh, didn't make a whole lot of sense. But that being said, um, you want to celebrate something, Brady Quinn? Is that what you want to celebrate? Yeah, I'm All hoping right. so. Yeah, sports are back. Guess who else is? Live bet Jesus. A tweet has been sent. Next. That guy right over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, we will dive back into the world of football. Things are starting to heat up in not only the NFL, but college football. That's happening uh, about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. If you missed any of Brady Quinn's rant of the year on the Pac-12, which is getting a ton of feedback right now on social media, you can check out the podcast it'll go up after the show uh brady quinn taking a battle axe to the we are united hashtag uh pac 12 uh, whatever that uh little thing was they put out uh, earlier today so you know it's that. it's funny i read an article today that it's a much better proposal right because if you look at the the you know basketball for example you have the nba the g league and then you have college basketball now granted they only have to go to school for a year before they decided to go pro and part of the issue i think with with football right now is there's that gap. You've got guys who I think after maybe two years of playing, we see them when we go, they can go pro, but they can't. But that's an issue with the NFL. I mean, the NFL PA isn't even lobbying for them to cut down only two years removed from high school. They want it to be three. So, you know, there's this issue where if you look at, you know, football, there's that gap of, well, we don't have a developmental league. We've tried the XFL, right? That didn't work. We tried whatever the heck the football league was before that. That didn't work. And, and the Pac Pro League, which was supposed to be that as an option, that, that it's, it hasn't really gotten any legs, and that's not going to work. So the problem is, is there's not that other option like the G League, where we've seen kids go from high school to the G League to the NBA, where we might see kids who are like, look, I've played for a year and two in college. I'll finish my degree later. Most universities, by the way, will work with you to, to finish your degree. They're not going to charge you. They'll honor that. And if you go to this developmental league for a year or two, whatever the case is, they're getting paid. They're now a pro, and then they move on to the NFL. That's the niche that they we don't have right now with NFL or with football. And that's that's something that I wish it was there for them because I think it solves this whole mess. And you keep student athletes and you know college athletics the way it is, and and stop trying to abuse it and make these kids employees and ruin the structure of Title IX and ruin the structure for every other student-athlete out there. I also don't think it would be as watered down because one of the knocks on the G League and giving players an opportunity to skip college or uh, go go play internationally somewhere is they go, well, you know, it's going to water down uh, basketball. And college basketball is watered down because stars aren't going to want to be a part of it. Right. Well, I think one player makes a bigger impact just because of the numbers on a college basketball team in, in football. Man, the fifth best running back at USC back in the day would have started on pretty much every single team right. in the country. Right. So the depth is there. So I don't think it would have, it would have the watered-down effect like it does in the, basketball. The other thing is, by the way, uh, t- 
talk, talk to anyone who's got an alma mater. Like they, they root for their team, regardless of who's yes. there or not. They have their favorites through the years, but they tune in to watch because it's either the university they went to or they always grew up watching them. So as much as these players think it's about them, they're going to be rooting for that school long before they got there and long after they get, they've left. Oh my God! Okay, you talk. This might be the best hour we've ever had. You get your rant of the year and live bet Jesus here, Brady, with a cornucopia of sports to pick from. Are you kidding me? Now the lights. Oh, I, are I com- hope he goes NBA. I oh hope my he goes God. NBA. The lights are completely out in the studio, and so is my deodorant. Good Christ! What happened? It melted off my body after that that scorching take by Brady Quinn. And ladies and gentlemen, a piece of paper has now fallen down onto the desks. Just so you know, we're on the up and up here, Brady Quinn. Hold on. Hold on, that's hurry. A, that's another Pac-12 demand. Hold on. It is tonight on the second day of August 2020. I live bet Jesus proclaim the pick to be Blue Jackets Leafs under four and a half. Do you love Selena? Like really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, man, it's very, very strange what has happened. It, it's sort of, a, I, I don't want to call it ironic, but it seems like we were in this exact same place a year ago in the world of football, and it's just repeating itself all over again. We will get to the bottom of that. A potential Hall of Famers involved. That's coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. That guy right over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on Car insurance, visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Ladies and gentlemen, the man himself, Brady Quinn. I feel like I'm having deja vu right now. And uh, it has nothing to do with anything other than the NFL and one particular player who was dominating headlines about this time last year, uh, but for entirely different reasons. Uh, But once again, it's, it's the same person, just different year. 
So it wasn't the deja vu of uh, you guys were going to get hit with a hurricane, and except it just completely missed again, uh, turned into a tropical storm and, and completely missed you guys? Not that deja yeah, vu? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a little early, you know, a little early to be testing everyone down here in South Florida with uh, with an old hurricane getting that close. Uh, but yeah, actually, it was we've had thunderstorms that have been worse than even the, the tropical storm conditions. But I, I think as we've seen from the news media, you know, they kind of err on the side of scare the bejesus out of everyone. <laughs> And then that <laughs> way really they'll prepare. Uh, and then if it doesn't happen, then you know, uh, you're know you better off than if you didn't prepare and obviously something bad happened. Can I just tell you, before we get into this Antonio Brown stuff, let me, let me just say this. So a couple of years ago, I had never been to Hawaii, never been in my life. And I was really excited to go because I hadn't taken a vacation in, in a long ass time, saved up, uh, saved up money. And my fee, uh, girlfriend at the time ended up being my wife two years later in the middle of a pandemic. And it's going so well. Let me tell you, um, we decide, all right, let's go to Hawaii. And so we were going to stay in Waikiki. And of course, right as we plan the trip, uh, right, like a, a month or two or a month before or a couple of weeks before, whatever it was, we start to get this heads or no, it was actually closer than that because it was a slow moving hurricane in the Pacific Ocean. And so it's on pace and on track to hit Waikiki Beach, a direct shot. And I'm thinking to myself, my God, of all the summers that I picked to go to Hawaii, to go to a Hawaii Rainbow Warrior game, there's a damn hurricane on its way there. I was watching the Weather Channel nonstop. I mean, I was obsessed with the idea of, all right, what is my cancellation? Am I going to get my money back? What's going on here? Uh, how's this going to work? I, I mean, I hope for their safety, but I really want to go on this trip. And all, all these other things are factoring in. And I remember watching the Weather Channel and they were showing some of the debris from the high winds that were laying on the ground. And they said, my God, it's just everywhere. And you can tell the winds are picking up. And you see this weatherman just trying to hold on to himself because of the winds. And you see all these palm tree branches laying on the ground. And then I look in the background and there's like a family with two little kids just splashing in the water, <laughs> just splashing in the water. Literally had had nothing to do with anything going on in the hurricane. There were no gale force winds. There were no hurricane winds. It was just a really big hype job by a lot of people, and it calmed my nerves. So when I saw that you were guys were going to get hit with a hurricane, I was checking in with you. Never mind the fact we can't pronounce the actual name of the hurricane or the tropical storm. Uh, I thought Honestly, it was I, I thought it was ISIS. I swear to God, I, I, I thought it could be. Uh, I, I listened to the local news, just absolutely butcher it every time, and I just thought, you know what? It's not even going to be a hurricane by the time it gets here. So why do I have to learn its name? Okay, okay. Is it a Siasin? Is it a Siasin? Is it ISIS? What is it? Asiasis? I, I, I mean, if it was Boomer Asiasis, I, I think it probably would have come, been coming in from the left, given I, that he was a, a southpaw, and it probably would have hit <laughs> a lot true. harder than that thing did. That, that's true. I mean, you usually come in from the left, but that's a whole other discussion. Uh, all right. Uh, Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right. Let's get into this. Antonio Brown. Brady, a year ago. Antonio Brown was all over the headlines. I mean, he was all I mean, remember the uh, the fiasco with the cryotherapy chamber? Like people actually learned what a cryotherapy chamber was just because right. Antonio Brown froze his feet in it. He turned into I, I, I he turned into Encino man that didn't know that Travis Kelsey is now single. Like I, I people texted me after we brought that up in the first segment of the show. And I'm like, well, I didn't know either until you brought it up. So you get all the credit for that. But I have people I, texting me listening saying 
wow, really? Travis Kelsey broke up with his wife, fiance, girlfriend, whatever the heck that was? Hey, listen, I, I, look, Lidl Lap shops in certain aisles. I'm not here to, to judge. All I know is that when that hits the newswire, Lidl Lap's the first one to let me know. And, and people listening can figure that out on, the, on their own. But I'll say this. A year ago, Antonio Brown was in Sino Man crawling out of a block of ice with frostbite, not being able to play at Raiders camp, and that turned into a disaster. And here we are a year later, and Antonio Brown's back in the news, Brady Quinn. This time, at least we know he's going to be suspended for eight games this year. Tack that on to the other games from from a year ago and whatever else is going on. Antonio Brown technically is allowed to be back, Brady Quinn, but will he be? Who's signing him? Who you got? I don't know that we're going to see a team sign him, in part because I'm not sure what he's willing to play for. Uh, he'll be making 50% of what he would be in a normal season, right? Because yeah. he's going to have to sit out the first eight weeks. And then on top of that, you know, who wants to take on that potential risk? Now, look, if a team gets ravished by COVID, if a team has a bunch of injuries, they might say, yeah, we feel like we're kind of close or we're good enough where we could bring him in and we've got enough veteran leaders who could, you know, keep him in line. And so I'm not sure what team that's going to be. He's talented enough. I mean, you said potentially a future Hall of Famer. He's a future Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Now, off the field, you know, yeah. I, I would say up until the past couple of years, you probably wouldn't have had anything bad to say about him. But now some things have, have gotten kind of dicey. But bottom line is talent always supersedes character. And I think in this case, someone might take a chance on him, but they're going to have to wait. He's, he's suspended for eight games. Um, under the conduct, conduct detrimental uh, or the player, excuse me, player conduct policy. So it, it's just it's odd that you know, he retired supposedly, and then he finds out that he's being suspended for eight games, and now there's like this talk about all right, who's going to sign him. It's like, well, isn't he retired? I, I'm, I'm confused by this whole yeah. story. But Lamar Jackson was advocating for him, and look, it makes sense because Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, that's his cousin. He's a you know first round draft pick out of, out of Oklahoma. Lamar lives in South Florida. I'm sure they've traded together, talked together. But does John Harbaugh really want to bring that on? This team was the best team in the regular season last year in the NFL. Do you really want to mess up that mojo? I, I don't know. Here's the other thing. It's it's not so much what he's like right now because, man, him and Derek Carr were best of friends. I mean, they couldn't get enough of each other. They were talking about, oh, my God, I love A.B., and they were they were bro-hugging and all that stuff, and, and he loved John Gruden, and he loved being a, 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 a Raider at the time. And it, and then all of a sudden, like two weeks later, he's ripping into Mike Mayock, uh, and it's on hard knocks, and it's a, it's a complete disaster. So he can present whatever he wants right now, but the the – Teams that are going to be nervous and scared about what it could end up being down the road, that's a real thing. Here's the other part of all this. Antonio Brown gave up, what, $30 million? That dude lost $30 million. I, I think he got a portion of it back. I think there was a grievance, and he, and he did get a portion of it back, right? Like, New England settled with him as well as uh, there was one other player. Well, Aaron Hernandez, that finally was settled. But Why would happen with him? Is, well, I'll let you dive into that in hour four. Um, but but they settled with both, I believe, Antonio Brown and, and Aaron Hernandez as far as those grievances to kind of clean up some of their books. But, yeah, he, he did basically miss out on a large portion of that. So I just wonder, how much of him wanting to come back and play is him needing the money? That's what I wonder. Because if that's the case, maybe that works to your advantage as a team saying, all right, look – 
he knows he, he he's got to he's got to act a certain way and play a certain way or else he's not going to get paid and if he's trying to get a big time contract he's going to need to crush it in whatever amount of games he's going to be available this year or else he's not going to get that other contract so maybe that's an advantage i just when you look around how many teams are in a position in a shortened off season in a weird season like this in a position to add antonio brown and not worry about any sort of damages that he could do to the locker room and so that's why C- Seattle has been floated out there. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore has yeah. been floated out there. Is there any other team that you look at and go, that team's got a real possibility or a team that at least keep an eye on for well, Antonio Brown? I, I mean, Tampa Bay has been one that's floated out the possibility, even though that's been shut down just because of Tom Brady and him, I think, have still kept in touch. Um, so you never know. Maybe that's a team that you kind of throw up on the radar and say, you know, what if? Um, it's hard outside of that to, to think of who would potentially feel comfortable enough about what they have in their locker room to bring him in and that whole undertaking. I just I don't know many teams. And think about it. He's burned the bridge with the Las Vegas Raiders. You could have made a case for them. <laughs> they might yeah. need him. He burned a bridge with the New England Patriots. You can't go back to Pittsburgh. I mean, there's a number of teams like you could say, well, all those teams could kind of use him. But, oh, yeah, he's been there before. It didn't work out. So he ain't going back there. Um, you know, I, I wonder if a team like the 49ers would maybe make that some sense. That was the sense. other team. Yeah. I that mean, that's, that's, I that's one of the teams that I kind of look at and I say, all right, they ended up spending a draft pick in the first round this year. Debo Samuel was great, but they did get rid of Marquise Goodwin. They did let Emmanuel Sanders go. They still have George Kittle, but I wonder if that's a team that maybe they feel like they could utilize the services after eight games. John Lynch has built a hell of a culture there. If anyone could get it done, John Lynch could with Kyle Shanahan. So maybe that's another fit. And you almost need a coach who's got the kind of job security to where he can he can sort of survive some some of the crap that comes along with signing Antonio Brown and it not working. Like I I couldn't imagine Zach Taylor signing wanting Antonio Brown uh, on the Bengals roster. I there's uh, there's one other team I'll throw out there. Who's that? Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, I I threw that I, I threw that out to Bucky Brooks, and he said, "No, that's too much firepower." And I thought, "Hold on a second. If Andy Reid gets along with everybody, he dealt with To. He dealt with To at his heightened diva stage. Like, if anybody can deal with that kind of personality, it feels like the Chiefs are another one. It feels like the Chiefs, the 49ers, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Seattle Seahawks are the four teams leading the leading the way that I think have an opportunity or would be willing to sign Antonio Brown. Yeah, I, I think you've already got seen that culture with Sammy Watkins saying, you know, players might be willing to take less to sign there because they want to have a chance of winning a number of Super Bowls. Now, obviously, that that wasn't the case uh, with with you know Patrick Mahomes, the deal he signed, even though it was a little more team friendly. But then you look at their D tackle too that they just signed. I mean, it's it, you know clearly there's going to be some guys who still want to get paid their market value. Antonio Brown might be willing to come back for less in order to win a Super Bowl, in order to kind of show people like, hey. I've got things turned around. I've got things back in order. I can still play at a high level for a long time. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. All right, coming up next, um, there was a major move, and some would call it historic, a historic move made in college football. We'll get to the bottom of it next here on FSR. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, we get some piano here. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we just went from, from Beethoven to Little Tylenol, or whatever this is. This is NF. <laughs> <laughs> I love how mad Bobo gets. Oh, man. I'm not mad. I'm just used to Jonas being Jonas. What do you mean? A little Tylenol? That's not. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, wouldn't that be called there, baby Bo? Tylenol? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Isn't that what little Tylenol is? Jonas, what no would idea. your rap name be? Ooh. Ooh. We know what his poor name would be. I actually call him during the week, uh, Bob. I'm not sure if you know this. Wait, what? It's not hard, man. Just uh, remove yeah, that, an that N would in be his, his name. poor name. Yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Just remove an N in his name. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. say which one. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> last, uh, but remove yeah. an N in his name, and it's pretty easy. Yeah, you, maybe add an X. I guess. Um, do I don't. It wasn't it, hard at all. It's hard to beat. It's hard to beat <laughs> the greatest adult film name of all time, as as unveiled on pro wrestler or porn star a couple of years back, Johnny Depth. I mean, oh, it's hard. Where show is that on? Uh, it's on uh, weekend overnights. Yeah, oh. that's, uh, what that's where you can find that. Uh, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific. That would be 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern time. What network? Uh, uh, Fox Sports Radio. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's where you check can that find out. me. Find me flying solo here on FSR. Hey, Brady, you, will, you ever listen to that show? You will not be. Uh, no chance. And in yeah. fact, every time he asks me to be a guest, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, for the love of God, I've got three kids this under four. Great. Just let me get some sleep, okay? Yeah, this is great. You know, you know, it's great. I, about you know, I this take show. that back. I do, I do listen to the podcast. I yeah, do, I do listen to the on demand version. That is a full blown. That's not true. Lie. I actually listen to different segments no. because I want to know what my partner is <laughs> talking about. No, no. When we, when we get to our <laughs> show, because, no. uh, you know, I'm not sure if you know this. Jonas is a huge advocate for the environment. He, is? he loves to recycle. Yeah, he, he loves good. to recycle. Uh, let, I'll just leave it there. You know, you know, what's great about this show. I scratch me. his back oh. and he stabs mine. That's what that's what's great about this show. It really <laughs> is. It really is something like it's that old adage, man. A pat in the back is two feet away from a kick in the ass. Like that's what this is. Uh, but it's all right. Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to just deal with it as I continue to hype you up. I'll just be your hype, man. I'm just going to kill you with kindness. That's all I'll do. Brady. Quinn. I love it. I love her. And yeah. I'll just, yeah, I'll just keep doing my thing. Yeah, absolutely. Keep on doing your thing. Uh, J Radio. All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox 
here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, we are going to have a headline or lie coming up here in less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. If you want to be a part of the hottest game show anywhere on Sports Radio on a Sunday night, headline or lie here on Fox Sports Radio. And really, we only have one requirement, right, Brady Quinn? What would it be for the people that want that, to That's basically that for anyone out there who's thinking about calling in, check yourself and say, have I had an adult beverage today? If you've had more than three in the previous 20 minutes, okay, uh, we would love for you to call in, okay? We know bars aren't open. Uh, we, we realize that. So hopefully if you're at home enjoying a few beverages, we would love for you to call in, uh, particularly those who – uh, have have short-term memory loss. Uh, we would love for yes. you to be the ones that call in and join the show. Uh, by the way, did you happen to see this before we get into um, a big unveil, history almost, in college football? And we will have that for you here coming up in just a moment. Did you see that um, slip and slide sales are up 180%? Did you see that? Because of, because of how everything's going and a lot of That's pools will be closed. That's not shocking at all. My, okay. my little sister... Because we're, we're headed to Ohio for the uh, 10th annual Blue Jacket Golf Outing. That's right. Mm. Proceeds going to the foundation. I'm uh, uninvited. That's not oh, true. Sorry, You've been invited multiple times. Sorry You've about been that. invited multiple times. You've chosen not to come. Thank you. Uh, we're not going to get sidetracked I on haven't. that, though. Yeah. Well, do you golf, Bobo? I'll learn. <laughs> hey, well, yes. You could show up. You could show up yeah. like Jonas did the one year in a, a pair of salmon-colored pants I mean, that were so tight he couldn't bend down to pick up the golf ball. I mean, come on, man! He's always prepared. He walks around with a club every day, every single um, day. Uh, so here, here's the, <laughs> every damn day. But but here, here's why I brought up the slip and slide. Uh, just quickly, what, what's the difference between that and a crocodile mile? You remember the crocodile mile back in the day? Yeah, those were awesome. Those yeah. were cool. Okay, the reason I'm cool. bringing up both of those is because if anybody uh, runs out of a slip and slide or has an issue and the store is out of one, uh, you can just use my back because the amount of sweat that is coming off my body doing this show tonight here on Fox Sports Radio is astonishing. I am drenched absolutely drenched you don't really deal with humidity and heat in florida out here in southern california we got it real bad brady quinn so there's that. that's uh, interesting you say that because i just, yeah. just moved into a new office space and yeah. uh, you'd think the ac is not working i feel like i might have gotten swindled on this uh on this new office yeah. space yeah it is i sure uh, hope that landlord's listening we we should uh we should go ahead and change the name of this show from uh notre dame's finest and a nobody to uh swamp ass sundays uh, at the rate this well, is going. I'm about to drain the swamp here soon, the way this right. thing's going. All right, Brady Quinn, uh, here, uh, here. Let's, uh, let's, let's get to this here. Uh, Notre Dame, your Notre Dame fighting Irish. We talked about it last week. The decision has been made. Notre Dame, they will be playing in the ACC this year. And most importantly, and you damn right, they will be potentially competing for an ACC championship to try and take that SOB and bring it back to the independent and never return it again. How about that? You're fighting Irish. <laughs> I, I'm amazing. rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. It's like it's like yeah. uh, uh, you never in professional wrestling. They never want somebody to win the title and then leave the company. So they always have to do the job. They call it. So they lose the title before they go. If Notre Dame wins the title and then just leaves the conference, it'd be one of the great villain moves in all of sports. I love it. Yeah, I, I think they just might. Um, but look, this is a good thing for the ACC. You know, people should not only you should be rooting for them to win the ACC for that reason. The ACC should be happy they're there because it gives them another quality opponent. You know, if you're Clemson, 
And because like, so, so here's kind of a, a cool stat, you know, we typically have based on the power five conferences, some conferences play eight conference games. Some play nine. I don't believe we've ever seen a national champion be able to go through their conference unscathed playing nine conference games. So that's why this year gets interesting. Yeah. Four of the five power five conferences, they're playing 10, right? Now, the Big 12 can't because they only have 10 teams, so they have to play nine. They still haven't come up with their formal plans, but it sounds like they might play like three non-conference games too. So they'd have 12 games <clears throat> and then potentially a conference championship game on top of that, or maybe it's in lieu of that. But either way, we're still waiting on them. But this is why the ACC should root for Notre Dame to be a part of it because if you've got now all conference champions who you're trying to select your final four teams from, and I do believe you're only going to see one from the SEC for this reason – you better have as strong of a strength of schedule as you've ever had before, right? Because now we're all at a level playing field with the exception of maybe the Big 12, right? We've got everyone playing the same yeah. amount of conference games. We, we haven't had that in the past. This is an awesome thing for college football. It's awesome for the ACC to get Notre Dame. I mean, hell, it took a pandemic. They've been playing football since 1887, and finally they've just now joined a conference. So it makes sense. All the other sports are aligned that way. They played six teams anyway. Um, so it makes sense that that's the case. But for the people out there who argue that they shouldn't be able to play for the ACC championship, why? They're abiding by, they're playing no all kidding. ACC schedule, and they're abiding by the same rules as every other team in the conference. So you should hope or you should want to have Notre Dame facing Clemson for the ACC championship. They play during the regular season. And that's going to give whoever wins the best shot of making it into the college football playoff to play for a national championship. Anybody that doesn't think Notre Dame should play for uh, an ACC title is just scared at the potential of Notre Dame walking into their conference. By the way, a conference that we discussed last week is maybe the worst top to bottom in college football because they've got Clemson and after that they've got a bag of crap and and we talked about it a week ago so anybody that doesn't want Notre Dame to be able to compete for an ACC title is worried about what we discussed them winning it and then leaving to go back to the independence this isn't this isn't going to be a, a a sign of the future right Notre Dame staying an independent and if and if they win the AC I, I, I can't imagine that they weren't would want to give that up to try and be a part of the ACC I'm sure the ACC would welcome it, but you don't envision Notre Dame taking this approach moving forward after this season, right? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think the deal has anything to do with it. There's no contingency or anything like that. Uh, I just think it fit for them this year, and, and it probably makes sense. I mean, you have to understand this too, and, and it is interesting, you know, because we sent over our notes before the show, and one of the things you pointed out is between the ACC and SEC. And for those who don't know, they, they traditionally have rivalries like Georgia, Georgia Tech always play. Yeah. You've got Florida, Florida State. Um, you know, they've got a number of those rivalries that are South Carolina, Clemson, South that's Carolina, right. Clemson. That's right. The Cox yeah. taking on, yeah. taking on the Tigers. <laughs> Absolutely. Tigers usually win that battle, which you'd, you'd expect. <laughs> Rawr. But, <laughs> um, but, but that goes away yes. now. That, go, that goes away now. It's a hell of a Marv Albert impression. Um, that goes away. And I think the interesting thing about what the ACC did was they came out with their all-conference schedule 
but yeah. they left it open-ended to have that additional <laughs> game. It was the SEC <laughs> that came great. out after the fact and said, we're playing 10 conference games, no non-conference. So now it looks like the SEC kind of wussed out, if you will, of playing that additional ACC-SEC rivalry. So I actually like the move all the way around by what the ACC and John Swarford, their, their commissioner, has done. Yeah, and, and I think we need to get into that more later on because it is fascinating, just sort of the approach that both – because I have a theory as to why each conference did what they did. Um, but, you know, again – we we can we can get into that uh, you know next hour here Brady Quinn you know this it's called uh, it's called a topic tree you know you have a topic and there's branches and that's another branch off that topic I don't know if you know that or not a little a uh, little radio there for you a little formatics here on Fox Sports Radio uh, all right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on FSR. We are brought to you by Geico. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's a 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more. Up next, headline or lie? The number one rated game show anywhere on sports radio on Sunday nights. It's next, 877-99 on Fox if you want to be a part of it. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, open up your ears. And more importantly, shut your damn mouths because it's Steve DeSager. Kind of the listeners. The Houston Rockets have already attempted 23 pointers in the first 16 minutes of tonight's game. They're 8 of 20 from long distance, and the Rockets lead Milwaukee by a score of 49-39 in the second quarter. That's, of course, at the NBA bubble at the Disney Complex outside Orlando. The Orlando Magic won their game against Sacramento 132-116, but for the Magic, Jonathan Isaac left in a wheelchair due to an apparently serious knee injury. Wins for San Antonio, Brooklyn, and Boston, which beat Portland 128-124. The late game, Dallas versus Phoenix, is underway. In the NHL, hockey restarted yesterday with openers in best-of-five playoffs series. Arizona has won its game one, four to three over Nashville. In Major League Baseball, the Red Sox on a home run from Rafael Devers have just taken the lead at Yankee Stadium, 7-6 in the top of the seventh inning. Earlier, Aaron Judge hit a three-run blast. He has homered in five straight games. Yankees have a record of 6-1 and one in the early season right now. Cubs are 7-2 and two after winning in 11 innings, 2-1 to one over Pittsburgh. The Pirates fall to 2-7. and seven. The Twins have a 7-2 and two mark after beating Cleveland 3-1. to one. Texas with four runs in the top of the seventh, won 9-5 at San Francisco. In Houston's 11-inning win, it was 6-5 at the Angels. The starting Halos pitcher was Shohei Otani. He's due to start every Sunday this season. He was pulled in the second inning after two runs and five walks allowed. He'll have an MRI on his arm. Otani in his opener last weekend had five runs allowed without getting an out. The Dodgers' Clayton Kershaw got the win today in his season debut, 3-0 at Arizona. Justin Thomas won the golf event at Memphis by three strokes. Philadelphia Eagles head coach Doug Peterson tested positive for coronavirus without symptoms. He's in self-quarantine. Brad Keselowski took the NASCAR race at New Hampshire. Some fans were allowed to attend that with assigned spread out seating. 12,000 fans expected. It seats 75,000. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Coming up in about 15 minutes from now here on FSR, some observations from around the world of sports. You know, some observations from Brady Quinn and myself uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. So we'll have that for you here 15 minutes from now on FSR. Right now, though, 
it is time for a little something we do on the show every single week, and it's called this. News. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. Here we go. Headliner live, Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Uh, We go around the country. Occasionally, we go around the world, and we see who out there can spot the difference between an actual headline and one that's a lie. So let's get it started. Uh, And for that, we're going to go all the way to Portland, listening on Rip City Radio, AM 620, the blowtorch of Portland. It's Todd. (laughs) It's Todd here on Fox Sports Radio. Todd, what's happening? Hey guys, love the show. I'm just heading back from doing a little uh, yard work, and I oh, caught yeah. the. I caught. I've never played, but I'm, I'm excited to give it a shot. All right. Well, we awesome. appreciate it, Todd. Awesome. Uh, I love Todd, the quote-unquote yard work. By yeah. The way. I, I, hey, I know what you mean, Todd. I know what you. Yeah. Saying, do man. I have to reveal what I was really doing? It was gutter no. cleaning. Well yeah, done. All right. I well mean, done. So, Todd. Okay. Uh, Todd, have you been? Uh, You've been uh, shampooing God's hair. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have. Yeah? I have been right. doing that. A little walk in the green wolf, huh? Take yeah, a, we got the best here. That's the yard best work, choices. <laughs> yeah. The best choices here yeah. in Oregon. Yeah, a little, little uh, hippie lettuce on your good, salad. Good wine out there, there, too, by the way. Yeah. That, That's uh, good, true. Awesome. Hippie good wine, lettuce. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <Okay. laughs> It's all right, I got ridiculous. the giggles, so I'm perfect. All right, here You're we go. go. Uh, yeah. All right, so we have uh, we have Todd in Portland. Todd, who do you want to team up with, Brady Quinn or just me? Um, you know, I guess I'll go with Brady because I watched him play, and I, right. I I like Notre Dame. And can I just say that we would take Notre Dame in the Pac-12, however they want to come. If that doesn't work out with the ACC, how about that, Brady Quinn? How about yeah. that, Notre Dame in the Pac-12? What do you say? Huh? What do you uh, say? Most again, I think this is a one-year thing, Todd. I don't think they're looking yeah, to join any conference. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I appreciate the invite, and uh, I mean, look, if we had to, it wouldn't be wouldn't be a bad thought. But if if I if I saw one player try to join this hashtag, we are united. Uh, I, I would probably just go ahead and disband myself from the university. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I, yeah. Lately, I don't even want to go into that, but yeah. it's kind of ridiculous here in Portland, hey, well, as you guys know. Yeah, well, uh, this is uh, this has been uh, enlightening here. Uh, Todd in Portland teaming up with Brady Quinn. Now yeah. we're going to go all the way to Boston, where Brian is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Bo- oh, uh, Brian, what's happening? Beat me. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Let, let me just get this out of the way. What an honor it is to talk to Brady Quinn, man. I'll tell you, I was such a big fan back in the day of uh, Jimmy Clausen. I'm sick of this, man. Oh, <laughs> you didn't hear what he said? Wow. So we talked about Jimmy Clausen. Yeah, he yeah. loved the 500 seasons they had. That was yeah. fun. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, man. If I invested in Mike Trout's rookie cards like I invested in yours, Brady, uh, I wouldn't be living in my mother's basement anymore. But that's okay. I mean, that's why you are living in your basement, right? Or her basement. All right. So, uh, Maybe it's Brian, yours. Maybe it's hers. I don't know. Uh, Brian, uh, how many more stand-up jokes do you have, or can we move on? Yeah. I've only had two shots of uh, of Tito, so once right. I get one more down, I'll go. Uh, I, 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 you know, you sound like a guy who had Zima. You, you seem like a Zima guy. So, yeah, <laughs> Did you, you Zima yourself, Brian? Come on. No Come on. way. I'm pulling springs, man. This is, this is Massachusetts. Uh, all right, so here we go. Uh, Brian, you're going to team up with me. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's put those jokes back in the holster there because, you know, they weren't funny. Uh, so here we go. Uh, it is Headliner Live, guys, here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we have got a list of headlines. It's either an actual headline or it's a lie. We're going to take turns reading.
asking these to each other's partner, and then you have to tell us whether or not it is a headline or lie. So here we go. We'll get it started, and I will start with Todd, Brady Quinn's partner in Portland. Todd, here we go. Headline or lie? Among their list of demands, Pac-12 players would also like a 14-point head start when they play out-of-conference games. <laughs> that's, uh, Oregon State could use that, but I'm going to say that's a lie. That is good. Good, good, good start, Todd. He's not lying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's not lying. They could use it. All right, here we go, Brian. Here we go, buddy. Headline or lie? National radio host caught falling asleep on live radio wakes up and orders a Caesar salad. Headline all the way. Oh. oh, terrible. You, you oh, were thinking it was Mike Francesa, huh? I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Headline or lie. Uh, Todd Brady Quinn's partner. Headline or lie. A Florida man allegedly posed as a health inspector to get free booze from a bar. That headline. You get a good one here, Brady. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, alcohol sales, just being in that business, it's a, I mean, everyone's trying to buy, right? Everyone's trying to buy. You should have, uh, you should have, you should team up with more potheads. <laughs> I think that, that, that's actually been the strategy the past few weeks. Uh, I think that's, that's how it's it has out. been. All right, here we go, Brian. Headline or lie? Man seen riding on the hood of an 18-wheeler on I-95 in Florida this past weekend. In Florida, absolutely a headline. Damn. Well done. By well the done. way, the best part about that video is when the car slows down next to it, and the guy's yelling, "Call the police! Call the police!" <laughs> and then, the, and then the woman in the woman in the car says, "Should we call the police?" He says, "No, no, not yet. I want to watch this." <laughs> he just got hanging out on the hood of a semi truck. Uh, all right, there we go. Uh, Todd in Portland, Brady Quinn's partner. Headliner lie: A Fort Lauderdale man was upset the tropical storm missed the area because it meant he had to hang out by the pool with his friends. Uh, lie. Damn it. Well done. Well done. Damn that it. wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad. All right, here we go, Brian. <laughs> Headline or lie? Well, I hope this doesn't need to be censored. Okay. Man who lost penis to blood infection has new one built on his arm. My buddy sent this to me today on Facebook. Yes, headline. What? I wonder if we can get that guy on the radio. Might have his hands full though. By the way, by the way, that that's the that's the only time and the only person in the world that would actually be arrested and get six months in jail just for rolling up their sleeves. <laughs> uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Todd, Brady Quinn's partner here. Uh, here we go. Headline or lie? And I think if he gets this correct, it's over, right? There's no possible way. If I'm doing the math correct. Yeah, all right. Todd, if you get this correct, it's over. Here we go. Headline or lie? A sign out in front of a strip club in Sherman Oaks, California says, quote, welcome to Bobo's, home of the Lee DeLap dance. That is a headline. (laughs) Sit down. Damn it. He he wanted it to be so bad. He wanted it to be so bad. I hate you so much. Oh, man, that was great. Well done. Well done. All right, Brian. Headline or lie? Your chance Damn. to tie it up. A Vermont farmer returns a prosthetic leg that a skydiver lost during a jump. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll go headline. Oh my God, that's a real story. That's a real story. That's Who was amazing. it? Was it Art? Was it Artie Spanier? You may, it's it's like it, it's like the uh, it's the, you ever seen that movie The Burbs? Remember that movie The Burbs? No. Where they yeah. where they find the bone in the backyard? Oh my God, you gotta you want to watch a good movie? Watch The Burbs, one of the most underrated comedies of all time. Great movie. All right, never mind. Here we go. Headline or lie? Uh, Brady Quinn's partner, Todd in Portland. Headline or lie? A man says he was bitten by a passenger after asking him to wear a mask on a bus. Well, I know that happened here, so that's a headline. Well done, Todd. That's good, man. That's pretty darn good. All right, Brian, you got to get this one, man. You got to get this one for Brian. Here we go. Headline or lie? A fox was determined to have stolen over a hundred pairs of shoes from a neighborhood in Germany. I'll say headline. Yeah. Well done. That's good. Well done. Sneaky little Keep the language clean there. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, headline or lie here on Fox Sports Radio. It is a tiebreaker situation here, Brady Quinn. Headline or lie. This is how it works, guys. We are going to read the tiebreaker question. If you want to take a shot at answering headline or lie, you must buzz in with your name first. Your name is your buzzer, and whoever gets in first will have an opportunity to, to, to say headline or lie and win the game for his team. Don't shout out headline or lie. Shout out your name. That's your buzzer. All right, so here we go. Headline or lie. A man allegedly hiding drugs accidentally shot himself in the testicles. Come Todd, Todd. All right, Todd Todd in Portland is in first. Todd, is that a headline or lie? That's a headline. Yeah, there it is. Look at that. All right. All right. Todd in Portland does it. Uh, Well done, Todd. That is a a nether win. Another win for Brady Quinn here on Headliner Live. God, the the yeah. winds the winds just keep on going for Brady Quinn there on FSR. Uh, and like so, my Red Sox, another uh, loss. All right. Well, we'll see you, Brian. <laughs> uh, see you, pal. Thanks for coming out, Brian. Yeah, have a good one, I'll bro. To tell you. Yeah, thanks. He, he likes I mean, the 500 seasons anyway, so. Yeah, he certainly does. Boy, do I have some stories about that family. Uh, All right, here we go. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, honest observations from what you are seeing in the world of sports. You're only going to get it one place, and it's going to be here on FSR. That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, coming up in uh, about 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, maybe, and I actually think this is great for college football, uh, two different conferences with two different strategies, and one might blow up in their face. Uh, so we will have that for you here coming up uh, a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. Uh, Brady Quinn, the triumphant Brady Quinn, another win in headliner lie. Congratulations to you. Uh, everything's going right for you on this show. Everything is going right for you. Yeah. So Outside of the uh, the temperature in this, this office, uh, you know, it's weird. You know, first day in, uh, you're excited about, you know, having a little separate space somewhere. I've been looking for this now. Uh, with everything going on with COVID and uh, we've got a move coming up and uh, I think it's like 88 degrees in here right now. It is blazing hot. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to stay hydrated, but if I ended up I may passing out at some point during the show. That's right. Listen, get one of those liquid IV packs. You know, one of those. Uh, you ever had those? Those little liquid IV packs are awesome. Liquid IV packs. Yeah. Is this little... just like a, a something you drink? What, what are yeah, you talking you about? Yeah. You just you literally take one of those liquid IV packs. It's got a bunch of electrolytes. It's really good for you, and you just pour it in like a bottle of water, shake it up, and drink it. 
it's phenomenal. Are, are you advertising for a product right now? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just are saying. You, are you getting like, paid for this? It. Are you no, getting free product not. or something? No, absolutely not. Is this no. like a social media deal you have going I, on? I, I have no sponsors. I'm not good like that. I'm at that I don't know. Video. This sounds a little shady. I've never heard of this before. It sounds Let's, shady. Listen, uh, I'm a big fan of Geico. Huge fan of Geico. I'll say that. I'm a big fan of Geico. Uh, but Geico or not, let me just tell you this. The NBA and the NHL are back. All right. Now, we're not going to get into uh, what happened on uh, in the Penguins game because I'm not trying to go there. Uh, we're not going to talk about why the first goal happened and what who may have been at fault for a shootout uh, or a, a, a penalty shot. We're not even going to get to that. Now, we don't even, we're not even going to discuss that here on Fox Sports Radio. Maybe at some point we will. I but mean, what you can't you score on a five-on-three. <laughs> You'd be kidding me. You'd be kidding what, me. What do you a five-on-three? What and in the you penalty make, shot, they can't even hit the hit the iron. What do you make of Jeez. the NBA and NHL presentation? Because I actually think the NBA looks awesome. I really do. Well, I think the, look, I think I, the setup looks great. I think they both look awesome. I, I really do. I think the one thing in just watching all of the sports, it, it kind of makes you realize, like baseball is the one where you're going to see more fans. You know, usually NBA, NHL, you're pretty tight on the court. You're seeing close-ups of the players. So it's a little different. And, 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 yeah, you get your cutaways or shooting free throws. You kind of see behind the baskets, which I wish they almost had. Instead of on the side, they had the fans behind the baskets kind of doing stuff to mess with the shooters. But I, I digress. I think they both look great. For some, for some reason, like the NHL, the way they've covered all the seats, kind of blacked it out, but then have like these huge jumbotrons yeah. where they'll put up graphics and fans, I think that looks even better. Because it almost makes you forget that there aren't fans there in general. Um, and one, maybe it's just the way it's shot, but like baseball looks the worst. I'd almost rather them just cover up agree. the seats, forget the cardboard cutouts. Totally agree. Either that or change the camera angles. Fox's right. digital fans, I liked, but you can't use them on every shot for some reason. Right. I don't know if it's more right. expensive or if it's a certain camera not, angle. Not every camera can used. do it. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know what we can do? We can What's hope that? That, that maybe next hour Steve DeSager will talk about Live Bet Jesus' win. Maybe. Maybe. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Well, look what we got here. We got ourselves a little rivalry, a rivalry brewing in the world of sports. It's college football related, and we'll have that for you here coming up in just a couple of moments. That guy right over there is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live here on a beautiful Sunday night. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. For those of you listening on the podcast, I apologize for saying Sunday night. It's probably not Sunday night where you are listening to this, uh, but just bear with us here. It's been a wild show. You already know that you've been listening uh, throughout the course of the previous two hours. So uh, there's that, Brady Quinn. Yeah, Uh, And you're dealing with extreme body odor right now. It's hot. Crazy. You're sweating. Um, your deodorant doesn't work. I'm sure many people have been there before. In fact, I'm there with you, buddy. So uh, like a good partner, like a good co-host, uh, I am also uh, sweating my tail off right now just trying to make it through the show. I mean, thankfully, people are wearing masks in public because, I mean, if somebody walked by me right now, they'd call the cops. It's so bad. Like there, well, and, and, that, and that's – look, let's just get onto a separate theory. I think crop dusting, which for those who don't know, that's basically if someone was to pass gas in public around (laughs) you, but then kind of circle around you. But what I'm saying is I think it's at an all-time high, okay? I think much like on an airplane where you don't really know who dealt it, but everyone's smelling it because it's all recycled air. I think because of masks now, because it's mandated anywhere in public – I think now more than ever, people feel are feeling pretty good about themselves being able to let one go. Yeah, and people true. are going to have a lot harder time smelling that thing. Plead the lab. Excuse me. I'm sorry. That, that's the, yeah. That's that, that is you. true. Yeah, that is that is true. Uh, and that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That people think they can just get away with a bunch of stuff. Like how many people just aren't really brushing their teeth all that much because they're thinking I got to wear a mask anyways. What do I care? The problem with that though is that you got to smell your own breath, and nobody right. wants or, to. Or, no, and, and by the way, those masks smell heinous after some time. And there's nothing worse than having bad breath, putting on a mask, and then breathing in what it would smell like if somebody electrocuted an iguana. Uh, There's nothing worse than that. Uh, Putting jumper cables to an iguana and then putting a mask on. That's what some of these people's breath smells like uh, when you go out uh, to certain places. But we'll never know because, again, they're wearing a mask. So they're just doing it to themselves, Brady Quinn. That's all that is. Uh, All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, um, you sent this over to me. And, and I do think it is worth pointing out here before we get into this college football rivalry. Um, Jonathan Isaac of the um, Orlando Magic, uh, he actually went down with a knee injury. Uh, this was earlier uh, on Sunday night, and the wheelchair came out. We don't have an update as to the significance of the injury. Steve DeSager, have they come out with an official word? Uh, as no, what... but they think he can get the MRI at the complex without leaving. So okay. that's also sooner. So the reason we bring this up is because you actually uh, found this on uh, on social media, uh, Brady Quinn, that since Jonathan Isaac stood for the national anthem, he's number two in jersey sales. <laughs> I mean. To, to LeBron, which yeah. is, I mean, I, look, I don't know if it's a statement by people who, you know, I don't know if it's it's about supporting whatever cause, but, oh, but, but clearly, you know, there's people out there who, are, who appreciate him at least standing for it, so. Of course. But, but in is. all honesty, I think one of the things that that's happened is is, and this is this is tough. Being a former athlete, you have a platform. You want to use it to talk about things you feel passionate about, but that's how you feel as the player. 
I think everyone else out around sports is like, dude, we just want you to play sports. And so that's where there be, there becomes this kind of disagreement where you're like, look, this is the only time in my life you're ever going to pay attention to anything I have to say. So I've got to exercise that opportunity while I have it, because once I'm done playing, no one cares. You know, no yeah. one cares when, you know, what, what you're saying or your platform's not as big, your reach isn't as big. So unfortunately we're at a crossroads, I, th- I think in that in some ways where a lot of things have become politicized, you know, sports, it's kind of leaking into that. And you've got a fan base out there that I, I think is like, dude, I get enough of that everywhere else in my life. I just want to tune in and watch sports. No kidding. I don't want it to be thrown in my face all the time. And, 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 I, don't, and I think you and I do a pretty good job of staying away from politics because we just don't want any part of it. We'd rather, you know, uh, uh, say a bunch of crank jokes on the air than get into Democrat versus Republican versus Libertarian or whatever the, these, you know, names are that are being thrown out this time of year during an election year. But I just think people are, are, are over it, man. They want to get back to sports. It doesn't mean they don't care about the cause. It doesn't mean if somebody right. stands for the national anthem, it doesn't mean that they don't care and they and they, they don't feel for the people that are affected by all that. They absolutely do. But my old point, and I said it a couple of weeks ago, I just I hope that people aren't going to give somebody a hard time if their message is different than theirs. Like it can if we can disagree or we can have different messaging, but still mean the same thing and want the same thing. And and that's what you see some of the blowback that Jonathan Isaac got, Greg Popovich, Becky Hammond, uh, some other people that that chose to stand for the national anthem. It doesn't mean they don't care about all these other causes that are out there. They just chose to stand for the anthem. That's it. I think it'd be amazing if he takes monies from the jersey sales and then takes it and helps out further, whether it's, you know, racial injustice, social injustice, uh, further more of those causes. Right. Like like that's how you do it, Um, because, again, like you said, everyone's going to communicate the message different, like the anthem means something different to different people. And so, you know, for him to stand, that's his opinion. That's how he feels. That doesn't mean that he still can't further the yeah. message or further the mission with what he's doing outside of basketball. So um, it just kind of an interesting thing that I, I found and saw. And I just hope we're accepting of everyone, everyone's message. Obviously, you know, we're, we're excluding people who are you know talking about hateful things, things yes. like that. But okay. but in this case, when especially about the national anthem, which seems to be a hot button topic, it's like you hope that you can be at least open to hearing someone else's perspective to gain a better understanding. Whether you disagree or not, it doesn't matter. That's their right. That's the most amazing thing about this country. And if you don't like it, look at Hong Kong right now, where if you say something that that government doesn't like, you're going to jail. We're lucky to live in the country we do. Yeah, and, and, and I've seen some of the footage where it looks like borderline concentration camps in some of the footage you see on online. You know, and I feel like a lot it's of people crazy. who don't have a chance to go outside this country and just see like how lucky we are to be born here, regardless of anything else, right? Race, yeah. religion, whatever. When you're born in this country, man, you are lucky because it is a whole different world in some other places out there. Well, one of the fabrics of this country, Brady Quinn, is football. We know that football is king. Uh, I've uh, the NFL is the number one sport in the country. College football is number two, and so we were talking about just sort of the conferences and their decisions and their schedules that are coming out. And so you point. We were discussing this earlier. The ACC came out with a schedule. And uh, their schedule includes ACC opponents, 10 ACC opponents, that is. And they left one open uh, for the possibility of 
maybe somebody else wanting to, to come in and play the ACC. So they jumped on it first. They added Notre Dame. And according to, and I think it was Pat Forty who reported on this first from Yahoo, um, the SEC was not thrilled with it. The SEC felt <laughs> like uh, the ACC was trying to flex on them and sort of paint oh, them in a corner. Yeah, they did. Here's my favorite part about what the SEC did. They said, okay, you want to play that game? Cool. Um, here's a middle finger. We're going to grab our crotch, and we're just going to only play each other. That's what we're going to do. You want to play that game? You want to try what, and paint us into what, a corner? What other alternative did they have? <laughs> it's great. Like, like, no, no, in all seriousness, <laughs> what other alternative did the SEC have? Because you're advocating for them making a power move. Good for them. In reality, in reality they, they were the one that was pigeonholed. Like, they're the ones that were subject to this. The Pac-12, Big Ten, they announced a long time ago, conference only. The ACC, I think, got one over on the SEC, and now the SEC finds themselves in a position where they're like, well, I guess we'll just play conference only, and we're the SEC, so that's going to be good enough. I alluded to this earlier. We've never seen a team lose two games and make it into the college football playoff. And we've never seen a year with the college football playoff where we've seen conferences have to play 10 games. I think this format hurts the SEC the most. Agreed. In most years, what's the fear of conversation by a lot of fans out there? Oh, no. The SEC is so competitive. It's so tough. They might get two teams in. Look, this year, that they, that's done away with. We're going to get only conference champions because you're going to have too many teams with losses, multiple losses, in the SEC. And so that scenario where we've seen Alabama before, not even win its division, not go to a conference championship game and get in, you're not going to see that this year because you're only going to get probably the conference champ from the SEC making its way in, maybe even with two losses. Like this year could be the year we see a two-loss SEC champ get in just because of how competitive the SEC is. But I don't think there's any chance you're going to get two teams in from any conference this year because of the all-conference format. What what the SEC did is they they faked they flexed fake power. So you ever seen the movie uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall where uh, she yeah. says to him she's telling him so would you please sit down would you please sit down and he's really mad and he says all right I'm going to sit down but it's not because you told me to it's because I want to sit down that's right. what the SEC did they scheduled only games against themselves because they wanted to say well we wanted to do this it's not because you painted us into a corner this is what we want so if that's the case. Their schedules have gotten harder because now you can't schedule the Citadel and Wofford and some of these other schools that they would schedule before in your homecoming games. You're playing legitimate. If you're the number one conference in the country, you just made your schedule that much more difficult. Here's where I wonder if this gets taken into account. What are we seeing in every other sport? And I don't know the contracts of all this, and, and maybe this will be shot down right off the bat. But in every other sport outside of the NFL – and even in the NFL, they've expanded their playoffs this year, but that was already in effect before COVID. They've manipulated their playoff system to try and add a little spice or get more games in and, and, and try some things out, whether it's Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, et cetera. If college football comes out this year and says, all right, you know what? It's a weird year. Everybody else is doing it. All right, eight teams into a college football playoff. What do you say? Yeah, I actually love that thought and idea. And I think if any year, because this year has just been so different, this gives the college football playoff committee grounds to do so. Yes. The only thing that stares you right in the face and makes you a huge hypocrite if you make that move is, so wait a minute, during a pandemic where we've all adjusted our schedules to conference only, 
you want to actually make us play more postseason games <laughs> but as opposed to like just keep it with a normal yeah, format? Like, Agreed. we get it. Your job's hard to pick the four, so you're just going to eight, but – Come on, like I don't know if that makes quite as much sense. Okay. Like, aren't we trying to not endanger these young men by not making I, them play additional I, games I, like that? I, I, I totally agree. There's that, and then this is the other thing that's going to happen, and I'm calling it right now. If they expand the playoffs, whether it's they go to six and you get a couple of buys, uh, two teams get a buy, and then eight. there's if they expand, okay, they'll go to eight. That, and if it goes to eight, I'm telling you right now, you're going to get that. You're going to get the people out there that are going to be pushing the fear of COVID-19, and you're also going to get this. Oh, of course. They just wanted to manipulate it so they could get an SEC team in or get two SEC teams in. Of course, the SEC rules everything because the SEC is renting a condo in everybody else's head. And they think that they pull the strings and the, and the, everybody talks about this SEC bias. That's going to be part of this. If they expand to eight teams, they're going to say, oh, of course. And guess who's going to get the extra spots? Probably an SEC team and another SEC team. I'm telling you right now, that's how this is going to go. I'm calling well, my sure, shot. sure, but you'll probably get two big 10 teams too so it's, it's kind of irrelevant if they go to eight nice nice argument but here's just the thing saying keep, hey just call my shot here right yeah that's what i do I mean, it, it's, it's usually the concern in most years but anyway uh-huh. this is the thing to keep an eye on this week the ncaa is having a meeting now again for football they really have no control over the college football playoff you know that's a separate deal compared to the lower levels the fcs of college football where the ncaa does host you know make decisions over the tournament and other sports the concern is this week if the NCAA decides to push all other fall sports, either cancel or push them to the spring, is then you've got the Power Five conferences standing there being like, uh, yeah, I guess we're still going to play, but the rest of, of, of sports aren't, or they're not going to have a postseason. Then it's kind of a bad look, bad move. That could, I think there's a decision coming or, or there's a conversation happening Tuesday. That's an interesting thing to keep an eye on if you're a college football fan because the optics then look bad for the power five conferences. If all the other sports are pushed yet yours is playing. I don't know if that's going to be the case or will happen, but it's something to keep an eye on this week. Uh, It's also, I saw this other one that was thrown out uh, that, you know, uh, there's a chance that the power five could disband from the NCAA and just start their own football. And it's like I'm thinking to myself, can we just like get a season and they like, kind of basically do we have to do are this? though. Like, I, that's the I thing know. is they kind of basically are. Uh, but it but it's like can we just get a season? It goes back to that Pac-12 uh, statement that came out or this you know uh, uh, we are what is it we are together or whatever it is we are one. You what can call the, whatever we, you want. It's not we are united. What, whatever it is. it just it feels like couldn't there have been a better time to do this? Like, like if we're going to talk but, about but this, like, I, I, so case in point, like that's what bothers me too about it. And that's why I brought up the whole point of like, it was COVID initially. And then you start looking at this, you know, social or racial injustice. And it's, it's like, like, well, shouldn't you be advocating for that all the time anyway? No like, kidding. why are you then trying to loop this in? You're like, you're politicizing this whole issue just because of a pandemic. You're taking advantage of that. And it, it just, it, it takes away from the overall message in my opinion. And, and here's, and here's what the pushback is going to be. And if you get any of this, it's going to be this, Oh, you know, how dare they, you know, want, now that they know that they have our, uh, everybody's ears, uh, and, and everybody's listening now, of course, they're going to make these demands. That's the smart thing to do. You know what this sounds like to me? It sounds like that guy that went out and bought a bunch of sanitizer and hoarded it in his garage. And they showed a picture of him and he got banned 
banned on like Amazon or eBay from being able to uh, to sell the sanitizer. Just because people are desperate doesn't mean you can start taking advantage of situations. And if you do, it's going to be a bad look. And it feels like amongst the list of demands that are coming out and all the other wants and needs from people in sports in certain situations in college football, that it feels like instead of focusing on one or two things that are super important now we want long-term health care and we want this and we want that man racial injustice that's important that's a real thing uh safety that's a real thing can we like worry about like you know extended health care in another off season please like we got enough going on we got enough on our plates right now like yeah like, and by the way your- while they're at it advocating for that can they go talk to the nfl and see if they can get the nfl players that too by the way so since, <laughs> since like- apparently like they think that exists everywhere else <laughs> Please go while you're at it. If you get it with the NCAA or, excuse me, Power 5 conferences, go go ahead and get it with, with the NFL, too. Clowns. Oh, man. All right. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. All right. Coming up next, uh, we could have a massive deal in the NFL, a big-time contract in the NFL. We'll have that for you next year on FSR. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, you know what that means for Bobo after tonight's show. I I don't even know what what it, what is he's this? he's got some plans he's well, got some plans after tonight's show well hopefully it's to take this song out of the rotation because it stinks all right uh, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox here you, on right Fox now. Sports Radio uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios coming up in a little over uh, or a little less than ten minutes from now here on FSR we will have another edition of Over Unders we are going to tell you what will happen in the week ahead in the world of sports and beyond don't go anywhere it's our, it's our version of fortune telling here on Fox Sports Radio before that maybe Steve DeSager will give an update on Live Bet Jesus's pick uh, the under of the Blue Jackets and the Maple Leafs yeah sure now he's interested in a game. Oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even see you there, Steve. Sorry about that. I didn't know. Uh... <laughs> we got under four minutes to go. One nothing, oh. Columbus. Oh, oh wow. Well, I mean, that's, that's a lot of scoring that needs to take place in order yeah. for Live Bet Jesus to lose. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, it's not. That's happen. a good thing. I mean, he he hasn't really been in the winner's circle in what a month. 
I that mean, includes been, horse racing, so good turn that of phrase. That includes a then. lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. horse racing takes some guts. Uh, you know, it takes some guts. It's like uh, playing roulette and just betting on an ember. How okay. long has it been, Steve? Has it been like five weeks? It uh, is not. It hasn't been that long since. Well, he's including won. the off weeks, I think it's been right. four or five weeks. Uh, I think it's been four or five, including the off right. weeks. Like I think it's been four of of the times he showed up, and then there was the off week. And if you throw that in there, that's five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the right. horse he bet on was actually served at drive-through this past week. Oh, he had, he had Steve Desager. Oh. Steve, I was just gonna say, you know, we had to get those uh, back-to-school supplies. I thought I picked up a bottle of glue. Elmer's I thought <laughs> oh no! Supplies. Come on. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. How could you guys? This is unbelievable. How could terrible. you say that? That's terrible. right, but this is a positive segment. It's under three minutes to go. It's still one nothing Columbus. There. Terrible, could you imagine, Steve, thing. if somehow it was a push? Yeah. Like, what was the uh, what was the over under? Four and a half. It can't be a push. I'm sure. I'm sure you two uh, hyenas will figure out a way to to pounce on that though. So you'll <laughs> you'll you figure imagine, out a way to doctor though? the line. Unbelievable. It, I, I wish that could happen. But all right, uh, there it is. Uh, so the uh, the tag team of Brady Quinn and Steve Desager bullying live. Bet Jesus again on uh, live radio here on Fox Sports Radio. Just a terrible. See, live bet loser knows there's no home ice advantage for Toronto here. He actually had that in mind. Yeah, all right, there he is. Uh, There he is, everybody. Uh, By the way, PETA, uh, you can find Steve on Twitter. uh, At Mr. Ed is where you can find Steve on Twitter uh, if you have any concerns about his commentary on horse racing. Uh, By the way, we are brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. It works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There is no stinging or burning involved. It's a simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. Hey, um, Brady Quinn, so I'm seeing that uh, the Houston Texans are uh, working on a contract for Deshaun Watson. You uh, don't work- say. Yeah, they're you working on say. this contract for Deshaun oh, wasn't Watson. Wasn't he going to, like, he didn't want to sign there because they yeah. traded away. Oh, DeAndre no, he Hopkins. wanted out. Yeah, he wanted out. Like, he, he was going to, yeah, he wanted out. Man, it's amazing when you when you uh, just throw a, a, a giant envelope full of cash on the table and guaranteed money, how willing people are to just take the quote-unquote crap that's being handed out in Houston. So all the lazy Bill O'Brien takes, uh, the, the comments on Bill O'Brien, people can go ahead and put those to the side. He's going to sign a big-term deal. The question is, what's that contract going to look like? It's going to be a short-term deal, a lot shorter than what we saw from Patrick Mahomes. And I said after that deal was reported, you won't see anything like that. And, and I think there's two reasons for that, You know, in part because I don't know that any player wants that. I think most players assume they're going to play and play at a high level for a long period of time. And so you, you give yourself the best chance to make the most money by being able to re-up. You know, every you know three, four years, especially if you're a quarterback, and then obviously you have to play late into your 30s and into being 40 years old. And I think if Deshaun Watson would be able to do that, he might be able to out earn Patrick Mahomes in that contract. And, and I know people are probably surprised to hear that, but when you look at where they both were drafted, all right, they weren't too far apart in their draft year, which means their money's that's already been paid to them is going to be similar. And even though his deal is going to be shorter and less in total value, he's probably going to have more guarantees involved, especially in the first few years in comparison to Patrick Mahomes. And I think also if you look at those the numbers in the next contract, he'll, he's going to have a more accurate idea of what the, the salary cap is going to be. 
and the team's going to have a better idea of how much they can allocate towards him. So he'll be able to re-up to probably a higher percentage of the cap, and he'll be able to actually make more in those mid to later years than Patrick Mahomes, even though, again, he's making a lot of money. But at the end of the day, it's not the most aggressive a deal. I think if you could sign, if this is going to be Deshaun Watson's second deal, he'd hope to get another bite at the apple two more times after this deal. And this is a deal that's going to be around $150 million, I think, when it's all said and done. And the next two could be astronomical after that. And now, do you think after he signs his contract, do you think Deshaun Watson will publicly apologize for lying and saying that the Bears never talked to him uh, during the draft process? Do you think he'll make up for that? I mean, you seem to be the only Bears fan who's really, really frustrated by that. that I'm not a Bears fan. You're 100% a Bears fan. I'm just not a fan of liars. That's why at some point you want to talk about Foles and Trubisky. No, uh, I'm not sure if there's been any groundbreaking news on that, but you did I put it in your notes, which was kind listen, of odd. I lo- look, I mean, some people like to send over notes. Some people like to send over quotes. You're a quote guy, and that's fine. You send over quotes and articles and things like that. That is fine. Listen, uh, my, mine is all organic, all right? And I'm not a Bears fan, for the record. I'm just not a fan of liars, and Deshaun Watson lied. So I'm just wondering if he's going to apologize after he signs his contract. That's all I'm saying. I'm just wondering. Just I, I think he's going to go ahead and move right past that. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. Just, uh, I think you're the only one who's hung up on that. And, and probably just, uh, the history of the world. And I'm sure there's going to be some nice people on Twitter who are going to point something out at some point. A lot of those accounts that it's just it's so hard to see the blurred, blurred avatar. Right. It's going to be so hard to see their face. But they're going to be tweeting at you some nasty, horrific things because of this stance that you're taking right now on Deshaun Watson. Hey, let me tell you something. All right. First of all, have a good show tomorrow. All right. And, and, uh, and yeah, have, have a good show. Let me just say this. Anytime you're ready to just give me a compliment at one point or another, feel free to do so. All right. I'm not asking for a whole lot, but I spend the entire three hours ball washing you on national radio. And what do you do? You, in turn, either give me the cold shoulder or make up false rumors about me and, and alleged burner accounts. I don't have burner accounts. I, 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 didn't, I didn't say that. I actually okay. did not say that. However, now that you've opened up Pandora's box, there's a rumor going around that you have a lot of these different burner accounts know, that you, you tweet at yourself. I'm just saying. And I've told you, hire somebody. It's and, some I'm creative sure. stuff. It that's is fine. some really creative stuff. That, that that's fine. With. Find somebody in the FBI, look into it, and tell me whether or not I have a burner account. All right, just somebody. Just do do do. Go ahead and do the do the research there. You know, look into that. Okay. You, you'll you'll find nothing. Uh, nothing. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, last thing uh, before we get to break here. The Patrick Mahomes contract that he signed, because as you mentioned, it really was a team-friendly deal. Why do you think, outside of just the obvious, and he really likes it there, why do you think he signed that kind of contract when he could have gotten so much more? Um, I mean, he could have gotten more in the sense of in multiple deals, right? I think he didn't want to push the envelope. I think think he wanted the long-term security. If you look at how this thing structures out for him – and now he's got some guarantees involved. It's not really that much up front at, at signing. Bosa actually makes more than him, I think, in the first three years. Joey Bosa, that is, in the deal he just um, signed for, even though the total value of the contract isn't as much, there's a, a much greater um, percentage that's at least guaranteed at signing. Um, and, and I think it was honestly just personal preference. He wanted to do more of a team-friendly deal. He realizes getting a guy like Chris Jones signed and uh, some of the other players down the line, they're going to need to do that in order to have success. So um, I think with the way they structured it to in the latter years, there's enough reassurances for him to feel good about you know, what he's going to make in the future and being with the team. 
Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Over-unders is next here on FSR, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, including how few goals were scored in the (laughs) Columbus Blue Jacket Toronto Maple Leaf game, Steve DeSager. That's on the mind of every sports fan in America right now. Damn right it is. Empty netter, so a 2-0 final. Columbus defeated Mm -hmm. Toronto. Hockey restarted yesterday. This was the opener of a best-of-five playoff series. Arizona won its opener 4-3 over Nashville. The late game about to start, Vancouver against Minnesota. All of the Western Conference games are being played in Edmonton. No crowds, of course. All of the Eastern Conference games are in Toronto. Other winners today, Colorado and Philadelphia. To the NBA, a minute to go third quarter, and Houston still leading Milwaukee, 89-87. The Houston Rockets never shy to put up a three. They're 17 for 47 from three-point range. We're not yet into the fourth quarter. Earlier in the NBA, San Antonio got two free throws with a second to play by DeMar DeRozan to win by two against Memphis, 108-106. John Miranda, the Grizzlies, did have 25 points, nine rebounds, nine assists. Victories for Boston, Brooklyn, and Orlando, which whipped Sacramento. Orlando was up 36 early in the fourth quarter. The final was 132-116, to but Jonathan Isaac of the Magic left in a wheelchair with an apparently awful knee injury. He was hurt after he planted his leg on a drive. As for the other game in progress in the NBA, there is one other that's going on right now. Early third quarter, Dallas leads Phoenix 73-62. Everything's final in baseball. The Yankees now 7-1, tying their best start ever. 9-7 the final over Boston because Aaron Judge hit a two-run homer in the bottom of the eighth, estimated at 468 feet. He'd already hit a three-run shot early in the game. He's homered in five straight contests. The Cubs are 7-2 after winning 2-1 against Pittsburgh in 11 innings. Javier Baez, the game-winning single. Minnesota 7-2 after its win against Cleveland 3-1. The Dodgers 3-0 winners over Arizona. The win to Clayton Kershaw in his season debut. Six strikeouts pitching into the sixth inning. Mookie Betts left with a sore finger. He hurt it at bat on a foul ball. He stayed in and homered. Houston in 11 innings beat the Angels 6-5 in Anaheim. Angels pitcher Shohei Otani was pulled in the second inning after two runs and five walks. The 11 MRI on his arm. Philadelphia Eagles head coach Doug Peterson tested positive for coronavirus without symptoms. He's in self-quarantine. And NFL Network says the Vikings are nearing completion on a multi-year contract with general manager Rick Spielman. Already coach Mike Zimmer of Minnesota recently signed his three-year extension. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, a couple of moves made in the NFL. Somebody is trying to set themselves up for the future. We will have that for you here uh, in about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it is time for a little something we do on the show it's time for this time to put your money where your mouth is i have been losing you know you're a lying low-life gambling degenerate it's over under and with that we turn it over to our executive producer lee delap to find out how we did last week and what the hell's going on this week lee all right you guys last week we had looked ahead to the much anticipated matchup between the dodgers and astros which uh made a bunch of headlines this week you guys we had asked you over under one and a half Astros that would be beaned by Dodger pitchers in that game. And you could argue that Joe Kelly tried his best to bean two of them, <laughs> but he did miss. We all know. Doesn't mean he did not get suspended. But anyway, oh Jonas, you took the under of one and a half. Brady, you took the over. So Jonas gets the win on that one. 
I mean, well done, Jonas. Well done. The, the, the amount of like Dodger fans that were celebrating and then whining. Joe Kelly, got, he got suspended how many games? Yeah. And the Astros, yeah, you know why the Astros didn't get suspended? Because their union is that strong. Okay, yeah. so you can bitch yeah. about it all you want, but don't come, don't come complaining next time you sign a big time contract that's fully guaranteed, or you, or you get some of the the freedom that comes with being part of that union. That's the deal. They were given immunity. Tough balls. Get over it. Stop crying. Tired Can I just of it. point this out, by the way? Uh, I did lose on a technicality. However, I did not bring it up. I, I went ahead and I let it okay, slide. I right. knew the whole backstory and everything else. I, 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 I Look, I could have made a case for intent. However, I did not. Oh, I went ahead man. and gave it to Jonas. I just I just want to say I've gotten a lot of flack, apparently, for you know bringing uh, up some, some different points that could be debatable. But I'm giving it to Jonas right here. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you. Happy birthday. I forgot to mention that. Happy birthday, Brady. Man. I'm waiting till the final segment. Right, very birthday. good. I'm, just, I'm letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. We had also asked if Jadavion Clowney would sign a contract this week. In fact, he did not. Jonas took the under. Brady took the over. So Jonas took round two. And lastly, you guys, we had previewed the start of the NBA season and wondered how many points Zion Williamson would score in the opener against the Jazz. I don't think we knew at the time that he would be on a minute restriction, so the point total was <laughs> 25 and a half. Jonas took the under, Brady took yeah. the over, so yeah. that was a clean sweep for Jonas this week. Well done, Jonas. Uh, congratulations on the win. You definitely could use it. And um, <laughs> I was I was thinking about the, uh, the Zion Williamson. You know, most people would have said, ah, you know, we didn't know he was going to be on this uh, minute restriction. Uh, I saw it being advertised as bursts. Like, he was yeah. basically on the court for, like, yeah. two to three-minute bursts, if you will. Uh, I'm not sure what to make of it, but um, he does have one of the all-time for the amount of minutes he played as for points per minute. I, I did see a stat. I want to say George Gervin was up there for that. Will Chamberlain and like Zion Williamson. Hey, let me ask you this as uh, as an athlete. All right, see, I don't need to say a former athlete because you're an athlete through and through. All right, an athlete till you die, Brady Quinn. Let me just ask you this: If somebody says, "Yeah, well, he's not really in game shape," what's the best way to get in game shape? Play, play in uh, longer in games. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's funny how that works. <laughs> what are we doing? More and then play longer in games. <laughs> like, like, if you're the Pelicans and ownership, why don't you just come out and say, hey, if there's fans, we want to make sure that he's going to be there next year. That's all it is. Just say that because if you want to get him in better shape, it's not going to be riding the elliptical or the or the bike or the aerodyne on the sidelines. Like, throw him in there and let him work out and actually get, get his cardio up. If that's a problem, let him play longer in games. I don't understand it. It makes no sense. I, I, well, I think they're trying to hide it, right? You know, they're trying to hide the fact that, yeah, they're trying to maintain him for next year. They want to make sure he's in decent shape, but they don't want to put him at risk. You know, I mean, the Jesus. start of next season's soon enough, in my opinion, that if he suffers a bad injury, a lower extremity injury, he's going to miss a significant portion. So, yeah, at this point, the way the season was broken up, just, you know, get him back into some shape and get him ready for a full season next year, hopefully, where they're not going to be impacted as much by COVID. I mean, that, it's not a bad strategy. You can't fault them for it. He is the future. There's no doubt. All right. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, lead lap, we're, we're running. Bobo, for some reason, keeps butchering the clock. Lee, let's fire these away. Come on. You got it. That's actually away. a perfect transition into the first one for this week, you guys. Zion Williamson did play 14 minutes of the game one and 15 game two. Average minutes he plays in the four games this week, 16. Over. I'm going to have to go with the over, too. I mean, they're, yeah. they're trending in that direction. That's obviously where they're trying to get him to. I'm going to say the over. All right, you guys. All right, last week we had asked a number of 
players that would opt out, and we lowballed that one. They uh, they hit the over on that big time at 39 players opted out of the NFL upcoming NFL season. So I'm going to change it up a little bit here. There's 10 teams that have zero opt-outs so far, that being the Niners, Bucks, Cardinals, Chargers, Colts, Dolphins, Falcons, Rams, Raiders, and Steelers. Number of teams that have zero opt-outs by the deadline, three and a half. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that is this a good is one. Good. Um, I'll take... That I'll take zero. The, I'm gonna take the under. I'll take the over. I'm gonna take the under. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's why. a contractual thing now too. It's business, and that's what, as that language gets finalized, guys are gonna start making business decisions. I think it, it's more of a contractual thing right now, and it's business. And as they wait to get finalized, guys are gonna make decisions. Lee loves when you do this. You hear Lee snicker. What? He loves that. Why? You don't think that's a good point? I just made? What, no. When you just make the exact <laughs> same point that I just made. I'm just making sure. All right, you guys. <laughs> UFC Fight Night next week. We're going to be seeing Derek Lewis versus Alexi Olenek. Number of rounds between these two, one and a half. Go ahead, Brady. You're the UFC guy. <laughs> I was just going to say, I've, I've, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I Actually, no. Is it, you said Derek Lewis? Yes. I've seen him fight before. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll take the over because Jonas is probably going to take the under for some reason, so I'll just take the over. Yeah, you know what, Lee? I'm going to take the under. I think that seems like a good strategy. Yeah, I'm going to take the under there. All right, you guys, baseball's underway, and the Angels have uh, blown five saves in the last nine games. <laughs> Number of blown saves by the Angels in six games this week versus the Mariners and Rangers, one and a half. I'm a woman! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, that always makes me laugh. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the under. I don't think they're going to be as bad as they've been, okay? I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic for the Angels. Hey, by the way, you know teams with bad bullpens, when they saw, yeah, we're going to do double headers at seven innings, they were like, oh, thank Christ. Like, we can't roll these gas cans out there anymore. Like, think, can we get more double headers, please, so we, so we don't have to use our bullpen? Uh, I will take, uh, I'll take the under, Lee. I'm going to go with the under. I'm going to be positive. All right, and lastly, you guys, Antonio Brown got his wish. He got his decision from the NFL. He's going to be suspended eight games for now. Uh, but let's ask this. Number of signings for Antonio Brown this week at a half. Under. He's not Over. getting signed yet. He's getting he signed. He can't use him. He's getting signed. This they, week? Yeah, they want to get him in the facility. Get him in camp. Let him price him. Treat him to system. I, I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take I'm going to say the under. I, I was wrong on Clowney last week. Uh, Jonas hates him, so he keeps thinking he's not going to get I signed. I don't hate Jadavion Clowney. You, you apparently hate him. I don't I mean, I know him. he's a, I I know he's a former him. Gamecock. No, you're a big cock fan, no, so not, I get it. But I, it just, it, a, lot was made, a lot was made over one hit. That's all I'm saying. You know, I'm like that, that is true. No one's going to dispute that. I okay. mean, it was a hell of a hit, though. I mean, Melvin Melvin Ingram was hands down the best defensive player on that team that, that he was yeah. a part of with Jadevin Clowney. It wasn't close. Uh, but for some reason, you know, not a whole Because lot of he decapitated there. a Michigan running back. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Imagine been playing football for a long time. How many times can you say a Michigan running back got decapitated? By, by the way, by the way, if that guy would have actually had his helmet on right, does Jadevian Clowney go number one overall? <laughs> I'm serious because Taylor Lewan was the tackle in that game, right, for Michigan, and yeah. he ate Clowney up the entire game except for that one play. That one play, yeah. And I, so. I don't even know if it was technically his responsibility because the way he, he slipped inside. <laughs> yeah. so maybe it wasn't even his fault. Yeah. Uh, all right. Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Up next, uh, a development in the NFL. Somebody looking towards the future. We'll have that for you here on FSR. You know how to find me, homie. Eyes, bees right here is LOLs. 
That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, by the way, um, make sure you check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com as soon as it goes up. Brady Quinn taking a pickaxe or a ball peen hammer or a cat o' nine tails to the Pac-12 and the players coming out with the hashtag we are united demands uh, Brady Quinn uh, maybe his finest rant in the history of this show a show that is number 1 in its time slot on this network so there's that Brady <laughs> I Quinn. uh yeah I I went off a little bit and I hope people know it, it was it was more out of my love for college football the game itself and really what it provides yeah and I think I look at it just differently than other people. Like, instead of these young men who are looking at it as, what am I not getting? I look at the unlimited meals, the um, the, the increased stipend, the obviously the, the tuition, room, and board, things that, you know, apparently some players don't really care about an education anymore. And, and, and they think they're all going pro, but they're not. And they're going to need to use it at some point in their life. Um, you know, the, the, there's a fund that helps fly their parents in for games and whatnot. They're getting so much more. Then I got back when I played, and that was, what, 13 years ago. And, and they're getting plenty right now. Yeah, I, The whole thing to me is just it, – it's, it's, it's getting a little bit ridiculous right now. It really is. Some of your finest work, and I would say also my finest segment in the history of the show, I would say – uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was really saying. a long lead in to, to yeah. let me talk, which because, was interesting because I knew I was going to get the mic back for 10 minutes. So I had to get my lips yeah. in. What do you want? Yeah. What do you want from me? Well, I'm starved. You, you, yeah, you, you get a you get four <laughs> hours to, to yourself. I think what Saturday nights, Friday nights. <laughs> hey, when is how, that? how would you know? You're not on Twitter. How would you know? Uh, all right. Here's the uh, yeah, I may put that voice. though. you just left. So, so, so Brady Quinn uh, foul language there. Jonas Knox. Let me just. <laughs> Say to our listeners, <laughs> Brady send Quinn. some voice notes with a lot of profanity. Uh, all right. In there. Um, so Brady Quinn, uh, Rick Spielman, looks like the Vikings are getting a contract extension done for Spielman. Mike Zimmer, looks like the Vikings got a contract extension done for Mike Zimmer. Uh, upon getting that contract extension done, he aired out Dalvin Cook uh, in order to come to training camp. I was under the impression that maybe uh, we're Spillman and, and Mike Zimmer on a, on a short leash, and next thing you know, in the middle of a pandemic, uh, at the top, the Vikings are giving out extensions. How about that? <laughs> yeah, what, 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 what do we know, right? Um, <laughs> no. I mean, look, they've done a really good job since they've been there. However, yeah. you know, you, you do have to question kind of like where are they at? Have they hit the ceiling, or are they still getting to that point? So clearly they still think they have a lot more work to do, and Dalvin Cook needs to be part of it. they got to figure that out. Uh, Brady Quinn, hell of a show, man. Hey, you too, buddy. It's been fun. I don't care what tropical storm ISIS says. (laughs) I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? 
facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.